Blog Talk Radio. Hello out there, we're on the air, it's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores, that's a good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second period, where players dash with skates of flash, the home team trails behind, but they grab the puck and go bursting up and they're down across the line. They storm the crease like bumblebees, they travel like a burning flame. We see them slide the puck inside, it's a 1-1 hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Third period, last game in the playoffs, too. Oh, take me where the hockey players face off down the rink. And the Stanley Cup is all filled up for the champs who win the drink. Now the final flick of a hockey stick and a one gigantic scream. The puck is in, the home team wins the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Everybody, what's up? Uh, long time no talk for us. We're here tonight. We're we're trying to figure out a schedule. Um, since Friday nights don't work for some of us and works for some of us, and it's just it's weird. But we're here. Um, callers, if you are listening and want to join in the show, five six three nine nine nine. 3488, number to call in. Uh, press 1 if you want to get in faster. We'll just figure out you want to talk to us. Um, starting tonight, this round robin prelim thing that the NHL has done, calling it the Stanley Cup qualifiers, has legitimately worked. Um You've seen their numbers on testing. Their testing numbers have been great. Nobody's gotten it. Why? Because hockey players fucking listen. Not to say like baseball, the rest of the other sports don't. It's just that they listen more. They, 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 hockey's, the money's not the same as the other three major sports. It's definitely the fourth. The players are of a belief that, you know, we're we're partners. And it took a long time. And, like, we sat through the baseball thing 
you know, their their labor disagreements. We're going to sit through footballs. We've sat through the NBAs. Um, and we look at, at at the mall, and there's not trust between the owners and the players. And what's happened in hockey since Donald Fear got there is a true partnership. You know, Reebok was a bad deal for the NHL, but that was a CCM deal. Reebok owned CCM at the time, and it's it just they moved it over. Now Adidas owns Reebok, but Adidas feels like it's a bigger deal. Adidas left the NBA because they wanted this hockey deal. Adidas has been really good. The Fanatics thing has the Fanatics partnership with Michael Rubin and and Harrison Blitzer from the Devils has been really good in helping the NHL and getting out more product and better product, better quality stuff, and hey, you can find shit. Um, and I think that players are starting to use social media in, in, in the in the case of. Look, we can get our brand out here. We get our name out here. You know, you look at uh, Brad Marsh and, and um, Kevin Miller up in Boston with the March and Milko. They're hunting an outdoor leisure brand. They're, they're getting that out there. You're starting to see people that aren't named Crosby and Ovechkin in commercials for the league. Um, CMD, the Vegas guys that are doing that, that great iPhone Verizon commercial. You know, um, you wouldn't have seen that five years ago. It would have been Crosby and Ovechkin or Cade and Taves or you name it. The NHL is starting to realize that it it, it does work. And, and this is where the NHL has always had the problem is they've wanted New York. They've wanted L.A. They've wanted Toronto. They've wanted Montreal. They've wanted the bigger markets. Not Yes, for TV rating. Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah, you want New York. You want New York involved. Why do you think we had a 2014 playoff? Because they wanted New York and Chicago involved and Montreal. When you start to look at the whole thing here, the league is finally starting to realize, oh, shit, we got stars in this league. The biggest star we have right now is Connor McDavid. He plays in Edmonton. Hockey companies, this is why in the late 90s, early 2000s, the sneaker companies tried to get into the sport. Nike did it with Federoff. Reebok did it with Crosby when Reebok went all in on the CCM stuff. You know, it was like, Reebok got Crosby. Ovechkin got CCM. No, they both got the same fucking company. It's just that Crosby wore fucking... Reebok shit. It didn't matter. Their stuff was trash. This is the problem. Companies didn't want to see mismatched shit on guys anymore. They didn't want to see CM Helmet, Easton Gloves, Bauer Skates. They didn't want that anymore. So they started basically making everything the same and just going, all right, what the fuck do you want? All right, we'll put your name on it. Here you go. Here's a check. 
That's how it works. Oh, you're going to wear our gloves? Okay, here's a $5,000 check. Here's a $10,000 check. Here's a $20,000 check. Guys that were wearing Nike stuff, Nike athletes, not only were they getting the equipment and a check, they were also getting, oh, here, here's $5,000 to the Nike player site. Shit. That's a, a ton of shit for $5,000 on there. It's not paying the same price as me and you pay. Go in there, Nike guy. Yeah, Jordan's coming out. They need them in the 10 and a half. All right. They'll be in your locker tomorrow. That's how that shit works. Under Armour has Taylor Hall. You would never even know it because they don't promote him. They had the perfect scenario. Under Armour has done a terrible job with their athletes. They have a store in the World Trade Center. The, what was it, the President's Trophy was at Liberty National 2017. Jordan Speed's on the team. You're telling me you couldn't have gotten Jordan Speed there to sign autographs for a couple hours? Take some pictures? Nope. Didn't do it. Jordan Speed should be in one of the New York Under Armour stores every time he's in the area. Jordan Speed should be in an L.A. Under Armour store every time he's in the new area. You see where, the fuck, where I'm going here? That's how you build the brand. I'm not saying you have to send Steph Curry there. There are some stuff where you're fledgling and you've got to do big stuff. You got a big tournament like this. You got a big tournament like the Presidents, the Masters, the PGA, the U.S. Open, the Tour Championship, the British. If it's any of the Masters, any of the the majors. Hey Jordan, uh, could you come in Friday night or Saturday, Wednesday, Tuesday night? Five to seven, six to eight, six to seven, sign a couple of autographs, get the fuck out, keep it moving. It's not really going to affect your preparation that much. But this is now going back to where the NHL is now. They are finally getting it. The biggest star in the league is kind of gave. Mark Stone and Mark Andre Flurry are going to be known. Because they filmed an iPhone commercial. That promotes Vegas. Marty Brodeur is doing enterprise commercials. Marty Brodeur didn't do commercials in New Jersey when he was with the Devils. Now he's got national chains. National things. National um, commercial spots. Yeah, you're going to get tired of seeing it. Because they they don't rotate them. But we're all going to know that he left his coffee cup in his last rental and not the Stanley Cup or the Jennings or Calder. But this is what they've done with this. Enterprise, big in the league. Big sponsor of the league. Sponsor of the St. Louis Blues building. Marty was out there and he said, shit. (laughs) Okay. Sign that motherfucker. Have him do commercials for us. Okay. 
Have Stone and Flurry do it. Okay. Pasta with the Dunkin' Donuts. Can you get any better? On Boston, you could. You could have Marshy or Patrice Bergeron. Or the keyboard Ralph Tory Crews. But Pasta is the next. Pasta is the East Coast superstar of the future. David in the West. Pasta in the East. Pasta needs a big playoff. Because people in Boston are going to get sick of his shit. Especially this year with the quarantine. And being one of the last guys back. And then he can't play. He's unfair. He's blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other thing. You had last year where he did donkey dick in the playoffs because he's coming off a Brian Leach-type injury. If you don't know what a Brian Leach-type injury is, you're not a hockey fan, and I'm not helping you. Pasta is the guy knees. Stamkos really never materialized. Great player. Absolutely great player. Ugliest thing. Not... One of those. To this day, people don't believe hockey belongs in Tampa. They've won a cup. They've been good. They set the all-time points record last year. But they get no love. Look at the time zones. Pasta. Kane, McDavid, it's anybody that plays in Vegas. Because those guys get out and promote themselves. They do local TV deals. They have local commercial spots. They do everything. Vegas is the market the NHL wants to push. Austin Matthews should be the guy. Doesn't have it. Jack Eichel could be the guy who plays in Buffalo. And they already have their guy for that part of the, part of the area. But Crosby and, and Ovechkin are 15 years into their careers. They started at 18 and 19. They're 33 and 34 now. How much longer are they going to play? Poster next 24. Posternak has 10 years until he gets to that status. Mark Stone's in his late 20s. CMD's 24. CMD needs to get the hell out of Edmonton. Because it's going to come down to, with him, it is going to be, yeah, he's great, but Yeah, he's great, but never won. He does stuff that nobody can do. He's faster. He's got better hands. They don't have playoff success. Doesn't matter how great he is. 
when everybody joins, there was a statement that he made that we will bring up that right now, looking back on it, doesn't look good. You're listening to the Saturday Night Free-For-All here on the West Virginia Sports Radio Network. about Headblade, check us out at headblade.com.
Daniel Wheeler, how the hell are you? Hello, George Brew. Hello, Daniel Wheeler. Joining us now on the I'm Not Gay, but a 20 is a 20 hotline, Daniel Wheeler. I saw a T-shirt this weekend, and I thought it was hysterical. Leave me alone. So what was it? It it said, I'm not gay, but a 20 is a 20. Boy, boy. Yeah. I have been on record as bitching and moaning about the unfairness of the first round of the Ryan Robin, especially to the team that won the President's Trophy. Can I just say my bitching and moaning was justified? I don't know. I. I guess it'll be determined in the playoffs. Yeah, and you look at this, it's like, did Montreal shoot shoot their load against a a Pittsburgh team that really, as you start breaking it down, were very unsettled this year, talent-wise. But I think it gives validity to something like that Brad Marchand had said back in July when he said that, you know, these older teams are going to have a hard time getting going. And you look at the teams that are out, there are a lot of older teams there. That's true. Arizona's a real young team, and they went through. Yeah. Yeah, because the younger teams, they're young Montreal's young, Chicago's young. Edmonton's like the perfect mix, but they're kind of old too. I mean, everybody make what the fuck's the guy Lettinen or Lekinen or Leskinen or whatever the fuck the goalie's name is. He's fucking thirty-two. Outside of like CMD and Drysaddle, that's an old team. To me, CMD needs to get the fuck out of Edmonton. I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's going to be a rough situation. Um, it's going to be a rough situation with um, Edmonton. Um, and we were kind of, we kind of was going on it a little bit. Well, I wasn't, but Derek was going on about it. So... I get to speak about this topic. So you can you can win all the lottery picks. You can do all that, but mm-hmm. you, you do have to fill the team and mm-hmm. ultimately ultimately uh, Edmonton did not do that or has not done that. You can have a young Seen um and uh, McDavid, you can have an all-world player in Drysaddle. It doesn't matter if you don't have a defense. It doesn't matter if you have or a defense opponent. 
or goaltender. That's I think that goes along with defense. Um, that whole side is bullshit over there. Yeah. I just I don't think they I don't think they have a good mix of players on their team, and that is on the general manager for not putting a team around McDavid and Drysdale. Well, let's not forget this is the first year of the new GM. Kenny Holland got up there, trying to clean house, right? So it's it's easy to bash the GM, but the old GM was Peter Chiarelli, who built, who helped build the Bruins. One, but really, <laughs> but really, Boston's window while he was there way too fast. To the point where Cam Neely's like, all right, you need to get the fuck out of here. He traded Sagan for Louis Erickson and what could still be the worst deal in the history of hockey. Especially on a team that's constantly looking for a second-line winger. But you look at the, the moves Chiarelli made there. He had a hard-on for Adam Larson. Let everybody in the league know he had a hard-on for Adam Larson. Next thing you know is he's making a fucking trade for Taylor Hall for Adam Larson straight up, and you're going, what the fuck? (laughs) If I'm an Edmonton fan, I I think I would have been outside of his house with pitchforks. Like, what the fuck are you doing, cuz? Yeah, we didn't like him, but that's Canadian hockey. We bitch and moan. Yeah, and, you know, with McDavid's contract that he signed, um, it's going to be a huge deal. 11 years. Huge deal. Granted, he signed at like 22. um, He's going to be 33 when he gets his next deal. I think it was an eight-year deal, George. What did I thought his was an eleven? According to what I'm reading here, um, his contract is an eight. It's a contract. It's, well, it, was a, it might have been eleven because it might have extended out. Because uh, it said it was a contract extension, it makes him a free agent in twenty twenty six. I mean, there is some. Yeah, but, like, his base salary, like, his base salary is shit. It's like a million dollars a year. Everything else is a signing bonus. You're right. Eight years for 100. Did Dreisaitl sign a big deal there? Let me look. Somebody I thought up there has, like, an 11-year deal. No, Dreisaitl of six. Who the fuck has a 12-year deal? Ridiculous. Where's that Kovalchuk I'm still thinking about? No, that was 17. Hmm. Oh, no, I'm 
I mean, you look at you look at the top ten. Oh, Vetchkins was thirteen. I I knew somebody had like a stupid fucking long deal. Ovechkin's got 13 years. Shea Weber's got a 14-year deal. Crosby's got a 12-year deal. Ryan Suter's got a 13-year deal. Parisi's got a 13-year deal. But those are all guys that signed legitimately in the last CBA. And Ovechkin, like, what could be one of the greatest signings in, in, in hockey that never gets talked about is that Ovechkin 13 for 124. I mean, Ovechkin. Ovechkin. I can't talk today. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that guy is a good player. Yeah. Those long numbers. 14 years. But that was the old way of, that was the old contract. Where it's a big number, but you spread it out over that many years so that, but like that's a Scotty Pippen deal. What would Ovechkin get on the open market today? What would Crosby get on the open market today? Shea Weber's deal looks terrible. I mean, Ovechkin signed this year this deal at 22. He's going to be 35 when that deal's up. Crosby signed his at 24. His deal's going to be up at at, at, at 36. Connor McDavid's going to get paid again at 28 in 2026. Ryan Suter and Parisi are both going to be 40 when those deals are done. Ten cents going to be thirty three when his deal's up. Those are some big numbers for a long time, and but I think you're. I, I think you can legitimately look at those guys and go, oh, good deal, good deal, good deal, good deal. The Parisian Sutter deals look terrible. Penis Kisser Subban, terrible deal. And if I'm a Devils fan, I say, thank God he's out of here next year. Yeah. But where I had a problem with the fact that Boston – see, I I still think Boston and St. Louis should have – because they were the number one seed, they should have been number one seeds no matter what. Right? I still think that. I'm happy that the Vegas Golden Knights won the West. But they shouldn't. They should they should be the number two seed. They shouldn't be the one. The one and twos in each side should have been the teams that won the divisions. Now granted, Philly could have overtaken Washington if they played the season out. But Philly was on a roll. 
They were one. They were the hottest team in the East at the point of the COVID break. I still will hold on, hold steadfast that Vegas was the most was the hottest team in the West. Which is why I want to hold my bigger thought to when you know Brian joins, Derek joins, because I I want to get their opinions on. Not that I don't value yours, but but the sense of fucking rehashing it twice. I get it, but like I, it it, it it's just. Might as well get more than our opinions on it and then have to bring it back later. I mean, we can bring it back later. I look at Coach of the Year. I'm not doing that. What the hell? I teased it enough. I look at Coach of the Year as the coach who has the most, the biggest impact on their team. Okay? Bruce Cassidy did a hell of a job with the Bruins, especially after the fact that they went to game seven and lost and got embarrassed on home ice last year. For them to come out like a house of fire like they did, have 100 points with 15 games to go, and win the President's Trophy this year, or 11 games to go, wherever many games they left. Bruce Cassidy should be in the discussion. I agree with that. But there's a guy, and I understand it's it's an entire season-long thing, but just like MVP, when you talk about who has the most impact on their team being a playoff team or not, yes, our Tennessee Pernarin played well for the Rangers, had the Rangers in a, in a shot to contend, But the Bruins dealt with a ton of injuries. Where's David Pasternak? I mean, the guy was led tied for the league leading goals with 48. Kind of slowed down towards the end of the season. But Jesus Christ, you were talking Gretzky numbers if he kept it up all season. And it's the way the league mm-hmm. is. But he also had played with Bergeron missed time, Martian. Somehow, somewhere, the guy never misses time unless he, you know, he gets suspended or something for doing something stupid. Another guy that's grossly underpaid, if you ask me. But signed a Scotty Pippen like deal, you know. Then mm-hmm. I look at the coaches, right? Like and you look at the yeah. finalists. It's Elaine Vigno. I'm okay with him. Tortorella, okay. Bruce Cassidy, okay. If I was voting for that award, and there's a little bit of bias here, but that's because I saw this team play at the beginning of January and said something's wrong here. Gerard Gallant, great coach. What he did in the first two years with Vegas, fucking God bless him. But he lost the team. Pete DeBoer stepped in there on January 15th. And from January 15th to now, to when the COVID breaks up and two months later, what Vegas had done was downright amazing. They were, they were like, settled into a wild card. Now here they are. They win. 
the division for the second time in franchise history. They're kind of the cardiac kids, which I, I don't know how long that can that can sustain. But if you have Pandan Flower playing as good as Pandan Flower can play, fuck, I, I hate to have that dilemma. You know, he, Big DeBoer in San Jose couldn't figure out who the fuck was going to play because they were because of ineffectiveness. Now he's going, who the fuck's going to play? Because they're both fucking goaltenders. They're both top ten goaltenders in this league. But to me, coach that had the biggest impact on the team the board stepping in and going okay let's get back to basics here what do we do well and since really after the all-star break Vegas has been a house of fire John Cooper did a hell of a job this year in Tampa especially after last year like you're, you're, you're putting Cassidy in there because of the great year they had John Cooper des- deserves something. Hopefully because to go from where they were, to go from where they were last year, setting point records, bouncing the first round in the sweep, and to get that team back on the same page, they missed Stamkos right this year at times. He's done a tremendous job. They they have great leadership in an organization ultimately. So, it, it, I mean, between Cooper and um, the rest of the gang, um, they were just motivated. So, I uh, just hope that I just hope the loss tonight can motivate them a little more and uh, propel them. I'm not exactly sure how uh, these seedings work now. So, here's how this goes. Houston and Washington play for three and four. Whoever wins that game is the third seed. Whoever loses is the fourth seed. So the two teams that I've, uh, I I was saying should have been one and two are now playing for three and four. Hmm. Dallas and St. Louis are playing for three and four. Another one where the team that I thought should have been the one seed because they had the best record in the regular season with a loss is the four seed. You sound like a gentleman and, from Staten Island. No, because he, he's taken my arguments that he didn't like originally, and now he loves them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's hearing everything about this show, and he's talking at the bit. I know. I'm waiting for him to call in. I still don't have internet, so I legitimately have to, you know, use my iPad to do this because, yeah. Um, 
I mean, I probably have to ask my wife for it because NHL.com doesn't have it. Future events. I don't want that. Oh, 2019, 2020. Let's see. I wonder if Brian's gonna call tonight. He said he was. I I reached out to him first before I did anything. Uh-huh. He said he would. Let's see. Do I have to go to the Florida network to get legit brackets? Does that mean I bring my little bit of contribution to the show? But really, <laughs> it's Derek and um, uh, Brian that are the stars. Not that I that. Okay, so the Flyers will play the Canadians. That makes sense. The Lightning so, will. I guess. Go ahead. Sorry. The Lightning will play the winner of Maple Leafs Blue Jackets. Oh shit! Fucking not fucking Columbus again. Hey, here, here's what you do if you're fucking if you're playing the, the Toronto Maple Leafs in a game, in a deciding game. Throw be, throw uh, hub bees on your chest. They won't know the fucking difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm more concerned about that team you were talking about earlier that eliminated, not just eliminated, they humiliated Tampa. So. You know, you know the competitors um, in Tampa really would probably like to face Columbus more. So, you know, there's going to be some motivation and some anger about that one. So it might, it might not be super bad, but we'll see. And then um, the winner of Bruins Capitals tomorrow gets the Icelanders. Loser gets the Hurricanes. Well, we're all waiting for the New York Rangers to win the lottery. Oh, my God. That's going to be one very excited Staten Islander who's claiming he's not going to listen or watch the show. <laughs> He's going to be giddy, just like Christmas Day, as little Derek Felix is stirring throughout the house, waiting, waiting for his beloved, almighty New York Rangers to get the beloved Lafayette. Right, so... In that group of eight. You have Edmonton, Nashville, the aforementioned New York Rangers, 
Minnesota, Winnipeg, Winnipeg didn't make it through. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, that's insane. That group of eight. Lottery, never mind. Florida and either Toronto or Columbus. Why do I feel like this is set up for Toronto? Toronto loses tomorrow, and Toronto gets the number one pick. Why does it just feel like they're going to do this? I'm telling you, I don't think it's the Rangers. I think this whole thing was set up for one of the two hub cities, if their team had lost, that it'd be either Toronto or Edmonton. That makes a lot of sense, actually. As a, hey, thanks for letting us use your building. Exactly, a kickback. You know, that's... That's a really smart thought there, for sure. I could I could very well see that, but um, but Edmonton lost. So who do you give it if they both lose? Who do you give it to? Um, I don't know. They've already given gifts upon gifts to Edmonton, so why not one more? Toronto. Or well, they've given Toronto or, a gift too. They gave them Connor McDavid. They gave them Austin Matthews. And here, when when Buffalo should have had that pick. But Edmonton just seems to get gifts. At one time, they were being considered like the. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers with the NHL lottery. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting gift after gift after gift. So it'll be interesting, but I could I could very well see that because the NBA does shit like that all the time. And where did Larry Bettman when where did Lord Bettman come from? The NBA. That's funny. Oh. oh, man. That would... But, no, I mean, like, the NBA, for instance, like, um, one year the NBA took over um, ownership of um, the now Pelicans. They were the New Orleans Hornets. And coincidentally, they won the lottery over the the Charlotte Bobcats. Coincidentally, who had the worst record that year? It's just a coincidence, you know, just that they won that year. I just I've been saying this for a long time, and. I could come up with a list of some interesting shit about the lottery and how it lined up with agendas um, of the NBA. So it makes total sense that the NHL does that. That's why 
I like what like the NFL does and just says, all right, if you have the worst record, you get the first pick. Mm-hmm. That's that. So they're trying to encourage these I... teams to not. They're trying to. I'm sorry. They're trying to encourage these teams not to tank, and that's what they claim. But it has been a fabric of of our sports industry for a long time. The the fact of well, you have no hope. Let's just shit it at, shit the bed, and because there's this really good player coming out, and we need some help. So. Um, and uh, NFL, um, even though they have their select teams at the top, there has been some parity in the NFL. I think it's to, uh, contributed to the fact that there there's no lottery. There's no there's just teams that realize we fucking suck, and they just shit the bed start over again and redo it. So it's not really it's not really that in the NHL. I mean there there is once in a while some really good teams that make it out. But you know, like when Washington won, it kind of was out of nowhere. But either way. There's there's going to be a fix in the lottery. I like to say the Rangers shit, the mess with Derek, but I I could I could really I could really see what you're talking about. I really could see them going. All right, we'll get this first pick to you guys as a as a thanks for letting us host. Yeah, I, I I've thought that for a while. Like I, when they said that was when they did what they did. Oh, speaking of the devil, <laughs> what do you hear? Rangers number one pick, and you decide to call in Derek. Roar! I will not watch any of the lottery. Roar! You will stop, stop with the charade. You you'll be the first one in line, whenever the beloved. Rangers get the first pick. You'll 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 be whipping it out and ready to splooge all over the chat. Honestly, I think that Honestly. the lottery pro- the lottery process is unfair, and I don't think that any of the losers or lucky losers should have a shot at the number one overall pick. And I don't really have any interest in watching the second part of the lottery. I didn't watch the first part. And I'm not gonna watch the second part, so that's fair. That's um, where I'm at. Well, it's all you guys, about one second. Oh. Okay, Wait, hold on one second. We have a word from our newest sponsor. Every guy wants to last long, wants to take his lady to Ponton. The issue is you may have, you may need a longer-lasting erection. So you are in Jim from American Pie. Oh, Nadia Splat. Ivory Sarah's flat. Why rub a swipe on your dick? Stop counting backwards from 100 and just listen to John and Susan on the fan. They are guaranteed to make you last longer in the sack. 
fuck better with the Yankees baseball on the fan. <laughs> Is that with or without like the uh, lobster and the shrimp and the and the uh, A one steak sauce? <laughs> or that one one steak? <laughs> Dan, can I tell you how long I've been holding on to that fit for? How long? Since I heard it like three weeks ago. <laughs> Could you imagine trying to fuck with like listening to them? You've got like angry, frustrated dick, and you're like, fuck, but but at least I'm taking my lady to pound town longer. I'm I'm glad that I was able to make that segue possible. <laughs> I just wanted to make you sure you were on because I knew you would laugh. Couldn't do it with Madison here. It would have been too gross. Uh, I think she hears this stuff a lot, and she kind of tunes it out. Yeah, that don't mean we have to like put it in her face. That's fair. <laughs> you don't tell us. I thought yeah. at the beginning of this that Vegas, that Vegas and St. Louis should have been one and two, and Boston and yeah. Washington should have been one and two. I still think that that should have been it. It should have been, but it wasn't. So, I don't know. They had to. But what makes it even a plague with uh, this round robin? Yeah, it's kind what, of. Uh, you know what makes this whole thing even funnier? Is that McDavid said, who wants to play Chicago in a best of three? Let's make it a best of five. <laughs> Look, I think Dad was right on the wall, what he said. I know you kind of referenced me for it. But if you don't build a total team, meaning, you know, not just rely on your Stars, your McDavid's and your Drysaddles and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who I still insist is the most underrated player on that team because he's a good two-way setter and he performed in that in that for that team. Uh, you have to have a team. So I watched. I try, I watched. I was watching some of this. I watched a lot of the, the last two games, and Darnell Nurse is going to get is going to get a raise up to five point eight million next year, and. Darnell Nurse is 6'4", and whatever he is, 220, and Darnell Nurse is softer than molasses. I mean, he's just he's just moving checks, and he's not he's playing soft, and Oscar Kleffbaum is just basically a traffic cone. So, until the Edmonton Oilers, and not just that, but improve their defense, their structure, and they improve their supporting cast. Uh, same thing with the New York. Same thing that happened to New York Rangers, where they only got four goals. Until things change for the Oilers, along with the goaltending, how can we take them seriously? They just they just won't go anywhere. But they'll be exciting to watch. But they won't oh, be somebody to fit in. Yeah. I mean, like, but like. Honestly, if I were an Edmonton Oiler and I said it, 
I would I would not come out of my house. I would hibernate until the start of next year, until whatever the start of next season is. To lose to the Blackhawks, I don't. That's not. I'm not trying to take any week for the Blackhawks. I mean, they've got champions there: Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taze, and Taze was awesome in that series, making all mm-hmm. sorts of defensive plays, taking guys off the pucks, and scoring big goals, like the one he scored off 160 left, and Kane playing with Kirby Dak, uh, who looks better than both Kako and Jack Hughes at this point. So that's another point for right later. But and Duncan Keith still logging big minutes even though he's not what he used to be and still better than anything the Oilers have and Crawford dead on his head, somehow making forty one saves and you give credit where it's due to the Blackhawks for winning that series. But mm-hmm. uh, you just can't lose. You can't lose that series. You gotta get into the thing a real thing. That's just devastating. No, especially when your guy was on the, the the players' council and was the most vocal about it. Yeah. I mean, he legitimately said, we can't play a best of three in the first round because who wants to play a team like Chicago and best of three? Well, best of five didn't help you either. <laughs> Look, I think they did it the right way. I don't think two or three would have been fair enough. Oh, no, I'm not, Derek, I, I, I'm not saying that I think it should have been done any differently. Oh, I no, agree no, with I, that. I know what your point is. No, no, I completely agree with that. But okay. you can't okay, be the guy who says, who wants to play this team in a short series and then have one good night? They didn't even take it to five games, man. I mean, that in itself... But only one series is going to five games. Well, yeah. I mean, I actually thought... Last night, night you were really close with Vancouver and Minnesota. You were really close in that game. To be fair, though, you were also really close with the exception of a it's something that we've never seen happen before to no series going five games. And don't put it past the Toronto Maple Leafs to somehow still invent a way to lose game five. Although I think oh, no, they've start. already done it. I mean, they, 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 they pulled off a miracle, okay? Miracle. But, but telling you that the Blue Jackets will be ready to play the next game. They will because of the guy who coached them. So can't take it for granted. I picked the Leafs in five because I figured chips are down. I'm thinking Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Nylander and Tavares are going to come through. But, I mean, I think that the Little Jackets have the edge in net. Merzlikens. I've seen Anderson give up some iffy goals, even on good shots. But... I don't know what Zacharetsky's status is, but that's the reason there is a fifth game. Zacharetsky had been out there for the final nine minutes. Uh, that comeback never would have happened. So, but I'm excited to see this fifth game. That would be pretty cool. I mean, let's not forget. And first run of one timer. Save Weber. Rebound loose at the top of the crease. Rick Bond. Bergeron! Bergeron! 
Let's completely not forget. This is why I said it last night. If the Blue Jackets are smart, somebody breaks out, like, does like a Mighty Ducks thing. Breaks out Bruins jerseys for game fucking five. Because they won't know what the fuck to do then. Yeah. Or find a way just it, to have a B on their chest. And, and Toronto's fucked. Go to black and gold tomorrow night. Just wear black. Fuck it. I don't care if you're putting Bruins goals on every time you score. Be like, fuck it. Hello, Madison. Hello. I, I, but you know what? Like, this is where, like you said, I give towards a ton of credit for getting them to where they are, especially after they lose Bobo, especially after they lose, uh, lose Panarin. But you said it last night. After the second goal, you got goal timeout. Just to, yeah, that's what I said. Just to stop the momentum. I, I, was, I, I only wish that. I only wish that Larry Brooks was there in the post game to go. Oh, uh, uh, why didn't we take a timeout here? Yeah. You know, they look like they were going to be tied though. They look like they were going to be okay. And then David Savard paddock with the puck. David Savard's really good when it comes to keeping pucks in, but he made a really soft play, and that's all it took. Toronto got the one setup that they needed, and they tied the game. <laughs> the overtime was pretty good, too. Yeah, I mean, just like today with with Vegas and, and Colorado. You pull a goalie with two minutes to go, you don't understand – as a as a defensive team, one, how hard it is to play six on five. Two, you almost want to take a bullshit penalty just so that you get the puck on your stick, you launch it. I'd say it, but they would have been better off taking a penalty. They could have just taken shots at the empty net. But then you think, you know, Dubois then it's six on had the hat trick. Dubois was so close. So close yeah. to scoring there. Ah, oh, I mean, just misses going inside the net, goes on top of the net, tur- leads to a whistle. And at that point, I was thinking, oh boy, <laughs> when that happens, that usually needs that's usually a bad side. <laughs> and sure enough, they uh, they pulled the miracle off with the same six players. That's crazy. It is crazy to think that that happened. You know, and, and you look at the overtimes. I mean, granted, you had a five-minute overtime today with, with Colorado and Vegas. And Alex Tuck, who is like the Vegas Golden Knights version of Peter Nedved. <laughs> uh, Derek, you have not seen a guy get more hate since Peter Nedved than Alex Tuck. Seals it, gives the Knights number one overall season. And had Alex a great series. Alex I love Alex has Tuck. The potential has the potential to be a 25 to 30 goal scorer, but it's, well, it's up to him. I don't know what else to tell you there. You know, Alex Tuck. You know, like, you look at him, I think Shay Theodore, by the end of his career, wins a NARS trophy. I think he's just that good. 
and everybody forgets this guy missed like the first like two months of the season because he had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> he beat cancer, and here he is back, and he's playing good hockey. Um, hey George, George, hey. are you going to get what? You know those jerseys that have like that are split down the middle. Are you going to get one with <laughs> Vegas and Boston split down the middle? I, I t- <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking to to uh, Danny Lacatori a couple weeks ago. I was saying this to my wife too back in like March, and I said, "Could you imagine my hell that if." that Vegas and Boston go to, like, the conference final, and then both of them make the Stanley Cup final and be like, fuck, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I would never do that. Like, I, my thing with Vegas is it's like I work nights, so it's kind of fun to have a team that plays a lot of games at 10 o'clock. So, like, when I'm driving home, I get to listen to hockey. Um. Yeah, no, if it came down to Vegas and Boston, I'm rooting for Boston. That's not to say that if Vegas ultimately wins, that I won't be happy. Like, it it, it kind of be like splitting your kids up kind of deal. Like, I love Vegas, but I love the Bruins. All right. Like to... I have a personal connection to Vegas, and I also have a personal connection to the Bruins. Um, but if push came to shove, I I definitely root for Boston. Yeah, because like, I don't I hate the Giants. I only hated the Giants. The only times I've ever hated the Giants were Super Bowl Forty Two and Super Bowl Forty Six. The Giants are playing the so Bears. Was... I root for the Giants. <laughs> This would be like if the Yankees yeah. had faced the San Francisco Giants, my dad's team, in the World Series. Mm-hmm. I'd be rooting like hell for the Yankees to win, but if my dad's team had come out on top, I'd be happy for them. Mm-hmm. And they wound, up, they wound up winning those three series. It's pretty crazy to think that they did that. But after what they call like 40, 49 years. They didn't, they didn't win one after they moved to San Francisco. My father was starting to think they'd never win, especially after Dusty Baker blew that series against the Angels. One time. One time. One time. One time. One time. One time. I want to lose it to the damn Marlins. That damn thief. <laughs> the greatest. Think about it. The Marlins have the best winning percentage in playoff history. They do. They've, they've the never lost a round. Sports radio history. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, Madison, how are you? Are you in Ranger postmortem? We're here um, for you. Ranger postmortem. I'm Doctor Fraser. I got to admit, um, I wasn't that upset. Yeah. Remember Wait. when I told you both don't sleep on Carolina? Oh. Hey. Carolina's good. Carolina's good. Like, I told you. Team. I told you both. Play. Don't sleep on them. They are. They're a better team. Hey. Don't sleep on them. They play better than us. I do. That if the Rangers were going to have a shot in the series, a lot of things would have to go right for them. 
Uh, I thought that Zavada, Zad, and Panera were gonna have, we're not gonna have to be a lot better than they were, and Kyra was gonna have to be a factor, and and uh, they would need Kako to Kako and Hito to maybe put some pucks in the net, and they would need Strong to have a good series, and Fox who did nothing in the three games, and and they all, I didn't know Igor was gonna get was gonna miss two games. I didn't I didn't know that. Brady Shea would get his perfect and deliver a big hit, and the range, and then Kreider basically said that they that they they didn't play hockey in the first two games. He said he let the hit affect them. He said they basically were trying to play blood sport, and they finally got back to playing regular hockey, and it was too late. So there's nothing wrong with admitting that the Hurricanes were very very heavy forecheck, very well coached by the way too. Um, they're just better. They're just a flat-out better team. And I w- whoever draws them, I would not want to draw that team in the first round. In the well, first. let's see. Who draws uh-huh. them? It's either Washington or Boston. Uh, I think Carolina can beat Washington. I think whoever faces Washington is beating Washington. And I don't have a good vibe with them. I think they're going to go right out, whether it's the Islanders. Everybody's down Cross- on Washington. I think everybody's down on Washington, but hey, like I think Carolina would be would probably have a better shot at beating Washington than Boston. But at the same time, I feel like Washington's being a little disrespected. They won the cup two years ago. Ovechkin's still Ovechkin, so um, yeah, just um, just throwing that out there. Like I wouldn't like necessarily sleep on the Caps. I think they're getting a little too disrespected. You know what it is, Madison? You're right. They've got they got a lot of proven players. They got Ovechkin. They got. They got Kuznetsov, who had kind of a weird year and a little bit of a coke problem. <laughs> got that fixed. Nicholas Backstrom. They they have a lot of good players. Tom Wilson, the guy that everybody loves to hate. So, yeah, they do have a lot of good players. And John Carlson. But you know what? You know what it comes down to? There's something lacking there. I don't know if it's because of their goaltending, with Kolzig basically having to be the double. Not Kolzig. Did I say Kolzig? Uh... I'm talking about the other guy, uh, Holpe. Holpe being their number one guy. But I don't like Todd Reardon. I don't think Todd Reardon is the right coach for that team. And I, I just think you. that I think that like my dad said it, and I totally I just, there's something missing there. He got totally out coached at Bridgeport last year. And yeah, yeah. Harry Trotz is what's missing there. Yeah, well, when don't be surprised when Barry Trotz faces his former team and the Islanders kick the crap out of the Caps because they'll beat hey, them. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's saying that Boston loses tomorrow. You know what? I, like I was saying to Dan before, Derek, and, and, I, and we laughed at it when he first said it. Marshan was right. These older teams are going to have a problem getting going. Yeah, these long layoffs hurt, hurt hurt the older teams more than it hurt than it hurt help than it hurt them. Yeah, I mean Boston didn't though. play a Boston's played a good period, and that good period almost beat Tampa. If the Boston Bruins draw the Islanders, that's better for Boston than drawing the Hurricanes. Yeah. The Hurricanes are the one team you really don't want to draw. I know the Islanders are a pain in the ass to play, 
But I think the Bruins match up pretty well against the Islanders. Carolina, on the other hand, that's that's a team I would be scared of. <laughs> I, I would be afraid of that one. I'm not saying you're going to be afraid, but I'm just saying as a I'm just saying as a fan. Yeah, you got to yeah. be. That's a team that you do not want to play. <laughs> you know, and, and then in the West, you know, like the game today was for Chicago or Arizona. You know, did Chicago run it? Chicago could have run out of magic. They could have. You know, like hey, bro, I, I can legit. Yeah. Um, let's just sit here talking about hockey. Um, I have a FanDuel pulled up right here. Um, Western Conference odds. Um, Vegas. Guess what the Blackhawks? Guess what the Blackhawks are to win the West? Plus a thousand. I was looking at my points book before. Nope. Lower? The Vancouver Canucks are plus 1,000. The, the Blackhawks have um, uh, better, better, better odds on. the uh, the larger number, right? Wait, what's yeah, the number? Chicago's 15 to 1. 15 to 1. So it'd be plus fifteen thousand, fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen, fifteen, fifteen hundred for the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. That's a long. They're a longer shot. That? Yeah, they're a longer shot. No, because they're going to lose. Because they're going to lose in five. They're going to lose in five to Vegas. I think they're losing to Vegas too, but um. I think that's but just uh, out of curiosity, what uh, what you saw that? There's some like futures bets. Like I have Vegas winning the cup this year, and I think I am at plus eight hundred. Airs plus six fifty right now. I think yeah, I got him at plus eight hundred back in January. I have a future for them too. I think I'm going to go look. I think I have a future on Vegas as well. Let me. I got yeah, and I I mean I took mine out there, and this is what I was saying. Like Derek, I, I said I was talking to Dan about this before, and I want your opinion on this. Yeah, it's great that like you know Cassidy and Torts and and Elaine Vino are up for Jack Adams. But I don't. I don't think you could put the board in there because he only coached for about two months. Because there. he didn't. He didn't get there until January fifteenth. I, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. But you know I mean, where? Like, I, no, but he thank did you for job. knowing where I was going with that. I, I, <laughs> like, I, heard, I heard the whole thing. I told Dan what I thought. <laughs> so, I mean, I just feel like I feel like the three candidates. I have no problem with the <gasps> three candidates. Oh, I have no problem with all three of them. No, uh, that, that's not even one. Like, I don't have a problem with them. Like Bruce Cassidy, I have a problem. Okay. Like, because they were there last year, right? And all he has to do is not is like you know put pucks on the ice. That's how good that team well, is. You know what though? Like DQ should be in there. David Quinn should be in there. Wow, he did a nice job. He did a nice job. Travis he didn't have a nice job. He didn't have a no, clue how to make how to make any game adjustments against against the Hurricanes, but uh, that's I, another. I, I think it's because of the thing of losing the Hurricane series, but um, he shouldn't be in the top. Three. No, this was maybe top five. Top, he did a good job. The team he did a good job, but I don't think he should be top three for coach of the year. That's all. No, I don't either. I'm There's a man of coaches that did better. That's all. No, I, I'm with Madison. 
agree with like, Madison. But to me, like putting Bruce Cassidy in there is like giving it to Bill Belichick. It was like giving the M- N- NBA MVP to LeBron. Yeah, See, Bruce, you right, right. we're team. just right about this. There's no reason for Bruce Cassidy to be in the top three. I agree. And, like, and I, look, and I love I Bruce Cassidy. What Bruce Cassidy's done in Boston is so much different than what Anthony Claude did. But when your first line is known as the perfection line – you had the fucking you won the Vesna, you scored the second to most goals in the fucking league. <laughs> yeah. Like what the other than fucking blowing a whistle of practice, what the fuck does Bruce Cassidy do? You know Roar. his dad still here? Roar, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he is. Dad. Roar Roar Roar. Roar. I think that's Roar. I think that that uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Oh God! Uh, I think that Joel Quinville should have been up for Coach of the Year for the outstanding oh job God. he did. Hey, what about Brendamore? <laughs> Brendamore, you know what? I think that team could have. That team. What about Tockett? Why isn't Tockett in the? Yo, fucking terrible. I, 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 I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. The Colorado Avalanche, I'm putting Colorado Avalanche, I'm putting the Avalanche on notice. That is not the yeah. kind of team I would want to face in the first round because they have a good no, no. game. I think the Avs are winning the Cup. Yeah, well, I think the Avalanche could be in trouble against the Coyotes. <laughs> I, think I don't want to face The Coyotes. I do not want to. Don't laugh. I do not want to. Derek, I do not want to sit through seven games in a Western Conference final against fucking Colorado. If I'm Vegas. Don't worry. You're not going to see Colorado in the final. I don't think you are either. I Look, Arizona got so much talent with they Hall, talent. with, 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 with Brad Truck Phil. How about you? Clayton Keller, and they've got some. They got some guys that can play. I mean, if, if yeah. they're not afraid, and if Kemper, if they're not afraid. If Kemper doesn't get hurt, they're not playing. If in Kemper the plays Robin. the way Kemper plays, I'm telling you yeah. that that team. And don't forget, they have guys like Ekman Larson. They have they have some good guys in their defense. They they could. Mm-hmm. If Stephon could play third line, and they could have Stephon match up against. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know what they would put together. Maybe grab there with him or something. But I'm telling I you, learned McKinnon's that could a bitch. be both serious. That could be McKinnon's close. a bitch. McKinnon. McKinnon's a crybaby bitch. He's awesome. He's right? awesome, but he's a crybaby bitch. He was a crybaby. Yeah. Yeah. Crybaby. So. Crybaby. Roar. I. Yeah. And here, there's another thing, Derek, that, like, I, I had a huge problem with. Um, What's that? I'm tired of hearing how Nassim Kadri is a fucking grit guy. Don't anybody remember the bullshit he pulled last year that helped get Toronto knocked out of the playoffs? Why he's not in Toronto anymore? Mm-hmm. They're still a pretty bad trade. <laughs> I, I like Malcolm Cowdery. Has he learned anything from the two times that he got him? No. Better? That's the question. I don't know. Do you think that's a bad trade so for the Coyotes? Or, I'm sorry, the Avalanche or the, uh, the Maple Leafs? The Maple Leafs. So you think the, terrible trade. 
I think it's, so just, think I think it's a, a terrible trade both ways. No. Oh, that's both ways. Interesting. Colorado, this. That's a much better trade for Colorado because it oh, gives no, them no. the secondary. Look, right now, it looks like a better trade. But Push hasn't come to shove yet with him. He does well, dopey shit when Push comes to shove. Vegas, look, every every time that fucking Ryan Reeves stepped on the ice tonight, he was off the ice. I'm not ready to... He's fucking... He's a lesser-skilled Sean Avery. Because Sean Avery was a fucking pest. That guy's a fucking terrorist. He was a psycho. He was a psychopath. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, he still is a psychopath. Psycho. Psycho Sid. <laughs> you know and I know. <laughs> you know and I know that I have more brains than you. Oh, Sid! What a guy! <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe he really did that to Art Anderson. <laughs> I can't believe that Marty Jannetty's up on like could be up on murder charges for what he said in like a Facebook post. What you know? What the hell is that? I mean, is, did he admit to something? <laughs> the murder charge is what it is. <laughs> What he did? He did something as a teenager, and like people are misinterpreting it. Or did he? Did he do something? We don't know. I can't wait for this game. Game five tomorrow between Toronto and Columbus. I'm rooting for Columbus. I hate Toronto, but part of me. Me um, too. You are rooting for Columbus, Derek. Okay, good. Oh, but yeah. We're the on the same side. Why now. I'm really. Oh my god! I hate the Maple Leafs. At the same time, I'm fearing that they're gonna freaking rig the lottery for them. Oh no, we've already we've already figured that one out. It's rigged for whoever was the home team for um, either Edmonton or Toronto. There's no way it's not. Me and Dan figured well, it out before. Do you know what I call this whole thing? The doomsday scenario. The doomsday yeah. scenario consists of the Edmonton Oilers. The Pittsburgh Penguins, so that's two teams already, and almost happened. But the Toronto Maple Leafs all lose in this thing, and then and then one of those three teams are going to get, are going to win this stupid lottery. That's that's the Tuesday scenario, and that's why I am not watching any second of the lottery. So you guys can fill me in. My brother can fill me in. He says he's watching, or <laughs> you can fill me in. I'm gonna. I will. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just go into my my dark closet or whatever. I'm not watching a second of this stupid lottery because I know, I know that it's not going to happen. You are going to watch the lottery and you're going to like it. Do you want me to record myself with what I do, Dan, while this thing is going on? Because I will. Yes, and I'll be scary. Record, record. <laughs> I'm trying to get Brian. I'm trying to get Brian's attention to call in. <laughs> Brian's like, what do you crave? Roar. Brian <laughs> hey, David. Yeah. I'm telling him that he should call in. He'd be like, attention denied. <laughs> I'm going through my old futures that I placed. Um, on February yeah. 6th, 
So that was what a Thursday or Friday uh, in earlier in 2020 before COVID hit. So um, I ha- I got the Golden Knights on FanDuel at 18 to one on February 6th. Yep, that's about right. That's good. I, that's good now. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's a good future, and I also mm-hmm. have. I don't think this team's going to win the cup. I've just um I'm surprised at how good they played in round 1, but I got Calgary at 33 to 1 a couple weeks later. So, um, Calgary scares me. Yeah, you do like Calgary, okay? Getting Vegas at eighteen to one like you did when you did sounds about right because that was post the bore and they really didn't like start playing well yet. When I was right. out there in I think there were seven and a half maybe in March. All right. We got a call. Louie, how the fuck are you? Yeah, your favorite douchebag is here. Yay! Oh, no, they're no. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. So, um, the Marlins are in first place. Wow. Because they've played, what, eight games now? Um Yeah, yay for COVID baseball. Right. Who'd have thought it would take COVID to get the Marlins in first place? No, the fact that they gave everybody the COVID. That's a (laughs) good The Don Battingly COVID 19 (laughs) Marlins. That's green uh, baseball. Yes. How how bad is it going to be? Like if let's just say the Marlins, I don't know, make the playoffs and then give everybody the COVID so they can win the World Series. Mm. <laughs> so who do you give? It MVP could happen to. What's who up? Gets MVP? Who gets MVP? Doctor Fauci <laughs> in this idiotic like theory. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Wuhan lab. No, we have to have. It could be By the way, have you noticed what team took a week off and is seemingly playing better baseball thanks to the fact that they don't have to worry about catching the COVID? Uh, <laughs> ring the bell, kids, ring the bell, ring the bell, sign JT. There's like four people I really want to campaign for new contracts. Yes. And like Tory Krug's number one on the list. JT Realmuto is like a tied for second. Ooh, Realmuto, yes, yes. Ah, uh, that's awesome. For no other reason, then, if that guy goes to the fucking Mets, I'll hate him. Like, I love JT Realmuto. If he goes to the Mets, I will fucking despise him. What happens if, if um, what happens, hey, Brew, I have a good one for you. 
Madison, wow. are you going to bring up what I think you're going to bring up? Don't say him I to the Yankees. Derek... I'll fucking hate him even more. <laughs> what if the Yankees trade Gary Sanchez to a team that needs a starting ca- a starting catcher, like a, a team that yep. lacks a starting catcher for for a pitcher or whatever, and then uh, then they sign Romuto as a free agent? Derek brought this to my attention th- like two days ago, and um, but I think if they Here's trade what I Gary saw. Sanchez, I want a darn good pitcher in return. That's for sure. I, I think you're going to get a pitching machine because that's all he's about worth. If they do that move, <laughs> the Phillies mm-hmm. should say, as soon as that trade is official, as soon as fucking Ken Rosenthal or John Heyman or Jet Passing say that trade's official, the Phillies should announce the fact that they've signed JT Real Mipa for 10 years. I agree with you. Just hey. to fuck the Yankees. By the way, Garrett Cole's a cheater. Oh, oh why? Because the one little video that you saw makes him a cheater. Right, that one little yeah. video has been is is becoming backed up by more than one video, Derek. Oh God! Look at oh, his hat in Houston last year. Is nothing sacred right. anymore in baseball. No, nothing's ever been sacred in baseball. Hmm. He's uh, been cheaters I, forever. I don't know what to say. If you're not cheating, then I guess you're not trying. Is that the expression? Woo! I've heard that. Woo! <laughs> what the can man, I say? Hey, guys. Beat the man. Yes. Um, so, I have um, Dustin Johnson at um, 23-1 to 1 on DraftKings and 20-1 to 1 on FanDuel, and I bet them before the PGA mm-hmm. Championship. He is currently in the lead, nine under. Yeah. Is it like Pauline, that like uh, blood stop? That whole All I know is the Tigers playing shit golf. Yep. Oh my God, Jeff Van Gundy made a comment yeah. about Tiger Woods on the NBA broadcast today. He needs to go hang out with Chubbs and um, at the miniature golf course tonight. <laughs> but I don't you know, think he's going to win. I bet Brooks Kepka or somebody else wins because that's just my shitty luck. Although the Rocket Mortgage, like about a month or two ago, um, uh, I had DJ. I think it was the Rocket Mortgage from back in June or July, mm-hmm. and. Uh, or I'm sorry, it was the Travelers. I had DJ at 22 to one at the Travelers, and I won there too. So uh, DJ has been my uh, my good luck charm here. So uh, about like I said, a month and a half ago, I had DJ 22 to one at PGA Travelers, and he won that. And then I got him at 20 to one and 23 to one on FanDuel and DraftKings respectively for the PGA Championship. And I'm, like, really, like, freaking out. I don't think he's going to win. He's actually favored to win right now on FanDuel as of now at plus 280. Brooks Kapka's plus 470. That's my biggest fear. If DJ doesn't win, it's going to be Brooks Kapka. And if I, if at gunpoint, I think Brooks Kapka's going to win. I think Brooks Kapka's just the better golfer than Dustin Johnson. But, um, yeah. 
I just am hoping Can- that DJ holds on. Look, nobody. I, I, the fact that guys are shooting five under pars in the fucking major is kind of scary. Which means tomorrow that fucking course is going to be hard as fuck. Wait until you see. I, wait until you see the pin placements tomorrow. Because there's no reason anybody should be playing these at five under, four unders like the Shambo was today. Morikawa was five under today. It's just who's the fucking guy in second? Like I've never even heard of this fucking guy. He's from Jersey. Good for him. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I'm gonna be glued to golf tomorrow, so that's gonna be fun. <laughs> Four. Nothing wrong. With... Nothing wrong with that. I mean. If Tiger was, you know, minus four. Yeah. Uh, Brian, how are you? Yeah, I just I don't want Derek I don't want Derek to be like an emo teenager if I don't call in, so I figured I'd better. Oh, you're starting to become one. (laughs) 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 What's going on? Who's on the line? Who we have on the phone? Feels like we got a lot of people, huh? Everybody but Rob. You know, that wasn't necessary. <laughs> it was very no. necessary. And we Stay hung up on Louie. Yeah. Stay in oh, your lane. I have fingers. Did, you, did your mama make a spicy meatball today, the baby Brian? There's no such thing as a spicy meatball. I mean, that's the first. You know, as an Italian, I take offense to that. I mean, come on. This is my, meatball. This is my, this is, it's my attempt at Italian. I know. It's good. Yeah, it's like an Olive Garden thing for Dan. I've <laughs> made spicy meatballs before. Just put a little bit of olive in No, that's just not That's the right. That's the right. The baby Brian is missing out on the spicy meatballs. Yeah, you just, just throw a couple of red peppers in there. You're fine. He goes. He goes to his mother. He says, like, "Mama, Mama, I need a spice to meet the ball." Hold on. What's that? At least it's not. You know, at least he's making making fun of somebody else other than Derek. So, yeah. Dan, should we yeah. read the new ad for Brian, or should, or did it not go? Over, it went over like a foreign church. You guys didn't like it. Uh, was it a dirty joke? I forgot. If so, it's probably probably not a good idea to repeat that dirty joke. Oh, because Matt. Oh, because Madison's on the phone. We can't tell the good joke. Thanks. Not, not because of that. It's just it'd be overkill. Oh, yeah, but Brian hasn't heard it. You can read an ad more than once a show. Hmm. All right, Derek, we'll let you be the deciding factor. Barton Church, or should we read the new new ad read for Brian? We did. All right. Derek, um, are you, um, yeah, is Derek on trip of sand again? Oh, fuck him. He's getting, Brian said to play it. 
Uh, All right. Every guy wants to take his lady to pound time. The issue is you may need a longer-lasting erection. So you are in Jim from American Pie saying, oh, Natty, I have reserves, splat. Why rub a swipe on your dick? Stop counting backwards from 100 and just listen to Susan and John. They are guaranteed to make you long, last longer in the sack. Fuck better with Yankees baseball on the fans. Oh my goodness! I think I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you an example. Hearing Susan Waldman for me has the same effect as George Costanza when he comes out of the pool in Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, it shrinks. What the shrinkage? And I was in the pool. I was listening to Susan. Because <laughs> you know what it does? Like, if you were really, like, legitimately taking your lady to Pound Town door now, right? And they start talking. It would frustrate you to no end. You would never come. Huh. So, yeah. Dude, do you hear my wife laughing? What's that? I do. No, can you What's hear my laughing? wife laughing? She's laughing at, the at the John and Susan fucking, yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> She's just fucking in our voices, Jesus. Oh, man. I left too. I heard it. You know what, John? Oh, look at him. He's giving out a high, hard one. <laughs> Well, you know what, Susan? You know what, John? I miss Roggy in my box. Him and Roggy used to take me to pound Why do we? Why do we take this then? Why do I stake and have this conversation further? <laughs> John Sterling. Take the lady, John Sterling was on the line. John, then how break you doing? out your Roman swipe. And if you need toys, AdamandEve.com. Code word, Yankees on the same. Get 50% Mr. off of shipping. Mr. Sterling's on the line. I can't believe it. Mr. Sterling, how are you? I am wonderful, Daniel. How are you just tonight? Man, I'm doing great. I'm just glad to hear you. So, after after this series of uh, three games, and there's one more left, I, I just want to get your thoughts on things. Well, I've you know I've been home with the coronavirus, so I don't know how. Oh, oh I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> Oh, you got, I'm sorry. I didn't know you had the coronavirus. That sucks, buddy. But just remember, I have the perfect antidote for coronavirus. <laughs> NYY oh, Steaks yeah, no, is taking orders, to-go orders, and also outside seating. Imagine yourself <laughs> sitting at second base with a juicy <laughs> NYY steak. <laughs> Imagine, imagine a table for four where Gary Sanchez allows another pass ball, and you can enjoy a luscious lobster. 
Oh, my God. How about another table for eight in the ticketing office where the Yankees will not refund your 2020 ticket? Ha, 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 ha. You can also enjoy the fries and a delicious dessert from NYY Steak. I mean, I don't want my money back. I just want to go to NYY Steakhouse. Sorry, my wife just my wife just wrote another one. Thanks to you guys. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Looking for the perfect date? Want to take your lady to Pound Town? Take her to NYY Steak first. Her pussy will be as red as our roast beef. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's and a and a woman wrote that. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. With some that whipped cream from not- AdamandEve.com. <laughs> oh my. Oh my! <laughs> and now you see why I married my wife. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh my God! Oh man! Tonight was our last night on Block Talk Radio. It was great entertaining everybody for a little Yeah, years. it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Why do I feel like we're I mean, this every show? <laughs> yeah, but 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 it gets stronger every time, though. <laughs> so. yeah, the force like, is strong it, with these it, ones. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh shit. man. Madison, if you're offended, we're sorry. <laughs> I'm not offended. I was just saying to uh, our buddy here in the private message that I'm not offended. Listen, I've heard worse. Oh. Oh, I've good. heard worse. I hang around. I sometimes hang around uh, people that have said worse or things. So it's like nothing's offensive to me anymore. We should actually all like write like a John Sterling NYY steak, Roman swipes, adamandeve.com ad, and just have fun with it one night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> Good afternoon, you know everybody, and welcome to Yankee Stadium. I am John Sterling, and she is. Is this an alternate John Sterling? Because I am hearing two voices. Susan Walton, and what a beautiful day it is at Yankee Stadium! It is Boo. the first ever virtual. Old Timers Day. Joining us will be Donald Arthur Mattingly. And NYY Steak will have the lobster and the shrimp cocktail served on a beautiful platter with the Don Perignon. You can only get it at NYY Steak. Come to Yankee Stadium and support your New York Yankees. So, so is that John Sterling like big juicy wieners? Whoa! <laughs> 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 I thought we were going to say that before. Thanks, I'll, I'll, man. 
you know, ladies, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, there's another place where you could find big juicy wieners. And yes, NYY Steak is now <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> With relish, mustard, and all the trimming. <laughs> oh my God. And if you if you act now, if you buy four hot dogs, we will give you an NYY mask. N95 version. Compliments of Models. Oh, wait. Models went out of business. Ha, ha, ha. Susan, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't. It's not yet. No, you didn't. No, I don't have anything left in here anyway. It took three days. Holy shit. It took three or four days for them to remove the utility pole that was knocked down. And, mm. and and you can make the right turn on Arthur Kill, but it's still bad because they have traffic codes and like it needs to figure there's trees still like down. So they need to they need to do a better job. Well that has to be fixed. So, so yeah. Derek, I lost my power ter- Tuesday. I lost my power Thursday. I haven't fucking had the internet since Tuesday. And the cocksuckers from Optimum think that like we can't fix your TV unless there's fucking power. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but Murphy's worried people, about like, opening the fucking schools. Oh, these are these people like stealing money or uh, what oh, the hell? Yeah. I still think that fucking Murphy got like, you know, backstage passes for Billy Joel whenever it comes from Dolan because he hasn't said a fucking word to him yet. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized something. We need an alternate. We need an alternate take from an expert on the draft lottery. And I think Brian could give it to us. Why would Brian what be happened? an expert at the lottery? What? Oh, it's the NHL draft. I am all over it this year. If you want to know about Alexander Holtz or, or you know, Askarov or, you know, Adam Lind- you know, Lindell, I mean, I'm I'm in. <laughs> He's rolling, folks. <laughs> I think it was Anton Liddell, but yeah, you're rolling. <laughs> so, Brian, if the Toronto Maple Leafs still find a way to choke, what you want to bet that they wind up winning the draft lottery? No, hold on. Hold on a second. All right. It's. Uh, wait, the Leafs choke? Yeah, how are the Leafs going to choke? They're not the ones that, that blew a three goal lead. I, I I don't think the Leafs losing would be a choke at all. I think if the Blue Jackets lose, Brian, it'd still be the a choke if the Leafs. It'd still be a choke if the Leafs lost. It would be Leafs. Bleed, Bleed a Bleed. I look, it's an eight-nine matchup. I think everybody picked that series to go five. Like just because of the way that the series went. I mean, these are. Two evenly matched teams. Toronto is going to be a choke because the fucking Maple Leafs are like the fucking Yankees, where they think they should win every fucking season. Well, I mean, you got to bleed a better blue. 
sure do. With the better blue. <laughs> I don't think it was just because that asshole after the Boston Marathon had that Toronto Stronger sign. They should fuck. They deserve to lose every fucking year for that asshole. Um, Toronto's can't help they, themselves. They just, They're just. <laughs> Buffalo's strongest. I mean, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's this whole, you know. Well, then there was also that. That there was somebody on Twitter. There was a Boston guy that that mocked nine eleven after the Red Sox beat the Yankees in 2004 with, with some kind of stuff. So it happens all the time, George. There's always yeah. some moron But that there was 2004. That stupid. wasn't two weeks after. I know, but that was still – there's not it's enough stats, you know. Yeah, but there's always a knucklehead. I get you. I, I It's stupid. It, it But it's the they just they can't help – the Gordies can't help themselves. They just cannot. But probably you really think about it. Like you know. 9-11, there wasn't social media. You know, like social media was alive and well in 2013 when that happened. That's like the fucking Yinzers, you know. It's just it's Pittsburghian. How about fucking yeah. Cosby saying that their windows closed enough? That's a, that's a shot at management. That's a shot at management. He's just well, you yeah. know. Pit, the problem with Pittsburgh is all you got to do is look at moves like Jack Johnson and tell yourself, yeah, this is why their yeah. window is closed. You yeah, know that Jack Johnson was one of the worst, I, it, it, almost as bad as Eric Carlson. Oh, I say almost, but cl- close enough. You know, it almost brings it almost begs this question, Brian. You have Tristan Jerry, you have Matt, Matt Miller. What are they going to do in that? Uh, you know, now, Pittsburgh's got. Are they, oh, go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Both Pets feds I know they like Terry better than Murray. <laughs> they should. They should. I don't okay, know. So what do you, are you now here's the question now. Do you hold on to Murray for one more year? Expose him in the expansion draft Could. and give him to Seattle. That's, or yeah. do you move him? Do you send him to New Jersey and get something for him? I don't see why New Jersey would be interested in him. Yeah, I think I, they like Mackenzie Blackwood. And, and they yeah, still have Snyder on the contract, and they could draft after the Sabres don't. <laughs> no, no, Derek, I'm just, I'm just using New Jersey as, as the example of a place That's that needs example, to right? So they, yeah, like I'm not saying, like they'll never send him to New Jersey, but like yeah, I'm saying, like a place like, yeah, like or or I Detroit know. or somebody who can give you something for him. Because like oh. the worst thing that they that Pittsburgh did was give Flurry away for nothing. Well. Yep. You gave Flurry to the Knights and carried the Knights to the final in the first year. I mean, he Jesus Christ, person. you really think about it. And he only played half a season that year. He got concussed the fucking the second week of the year. He was out until December. Which helped him out in the long run, but which is what hurt them last year against San Jose. But you really think about it, 
what teams are going to be are going to be dumb enough to fall into the George McPhee trap again this year? Yeah. Like that's why when we were saying like the whole thing with with Seattle and coming into the league, are they going to get helped out the way Vegas did? Fuck no, they're not. Because <laughs> nobody's going to no, be dumb enough was... to do what they did. They may get a oh, little bit of it, but guy. not. Don't take this guy. Yeah. All right, here, here's fucking Riley Smith and fucking and Archie's own Carlson. Here you go. Like fuck, here's a line. And then, well, the, it's also the first round picks they got too. That's the other thing that was yeah. pretty, you know. I think Cody Glass is going to be a star. I really do. I like um, the guy I like on Vegas is Peyton Krebs or Krebs. I, I can never pronounce his name, but. I think that kid's going to be really, really good someday. Glass has to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Who's the kid at Vegas signed from, like, from college hockey this year? Like, that kid's going to be a stud. Because, look, they're going to need younger-priced talent that can play in the NHL. Like, they're going to need a Jake DeBrusca and Alex DeBrinkit. Guys like that who can play – Keep him on an entry contract for three years until you get out from under Flurry's money. Chicago like sold the Robin Brinkett Lair. a couple years ago. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at Pittsburgh's. Uh... <laughs> no, but 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 Brian, really think about Sorry, this one. The fact that next year the salary cap's going to stay stagnant, which is good, but they're going to have to get out from under Kfari's contract. Do they re-sign Leonard? Because Oscar Dance sucks. You can't have him as a backup. Does Leonard want to go back there and do the Cam Newton thing where it's like, okay, so the cap's not going up this year, so we have a little bit of money we'll pay you, just keep you but we'll extend you out in two years. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the thing that I think fans of teams have to start thinking about. Is if you're up against it this year, I love the fact that we have a whole night of talking hockey. God, I miss this. Yeah, you know, the, the you thing, know? I'm looking at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is not they're just I mean Justin Schultz comes off the books at five and a half that's going to help um, they got most of their guys done. you know the Jack Johnson contract is as bad as I thought it's only 3.25 I always thought that was worse I mean in two years they're going to lose Latang and Malkin off their books they're going to be able to get a lot going there you know don't, we got to remember the other thing about the Penguins you know Jake Gunstall was on pace for 40 goals and he was out yeah so that was yeah, you know, that was a big loss. They still got Jason Zucker there. Um, Gensel, Gensel, Gensel was—he was back. He was back. Gensel. Third, but you know. Oh he, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you know, I yeah. mean, how fresh could he be? I mean, how how sharp? <laughs> know. You know, even with the layoff and everything. I don't know. You know. You know, they made this one really good pickup, uh, but of course it was the Oilers that threw him away. Uh, yeah. Marino. But, you know, Marino. Another, the other thing another, throwaway about, yeah. another throwaway. Another throwaway. 
it, the other thing that's the, you know the bad contract they have is Patrick Hornquist. I mean, five point three million for the next four years. Oh, that's bad. I mean, just look at the ages, 34, 34, 33, 33. You know, they they just got old. I mean, you know, Genstel's only twenty five. Tanif's only you know he's twenty eight. Rust is twenty eight. I mean, they're just I like not. Rust. You know, they need an infusion. And the problem is they kept giving away all those first-round picks all these years, so they, they don't have a lot in their system you that's know really going to come up and, and help them out. I think that the kid from Staten Island, Zach Astad Reese, will be a good player for them once he develops a role for him. He's a nice. He looks like he could be good. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be top six, top six, but maybe top nine. He looks like he'll be a good player. So, according to SportsTrack, Vegas is at $91 million next year in salary cap? Oh, God. Is that? Because of um, Mark Stone and uh, Patch Reddy and, yeah. um, oh, God, yeah, that William a... Carlson. But is that, in, is that, like, organizationally, or is that NHL roster? You want me to check on that for you? Yeah, what do you, what do you like, want to know? Sounds like, like, how does Vegas, like according to SportsTrack, Vegas' total cap allocations this year was 105. Next year, it's 91. With the fucking cap, yeah, is 81. I see, uh, yep, I see their, ha- I see their cap at 75 next year. Projected cap okay. space at 6. Point. I'm looking on and cap that's friendly, because though. Okay. I don't know if that, you know. And you can get, and if you really think about it, like, you can get creative with how they you don't have tremendous. Are. They don't have tremendously, out, they don't have a lot of albatrosses on their books. They don't really, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're higher salaries, but they're producing. You know, it's not – I mean, maybe yeah. Paul Stasny at 6.5 is a little blah. But uh, other than that, you know, you got Alex Tuck at 4.7. You got Marcia Sol at 5. You got Riley Smith at 5. You got Carlson at 5.9. Maybe that's a little bit high. I mean, maybe, but it's not horrible. You got Stone at 9.5. Jay Theodore is 5.2. That's pretty – that's good. And that's still 20, 2025. You know, Brandon McNabb's only mm-hmm. two point five. Alec Martinez is only four million for another year. That's not so bad. I mean, you know, they they don't really have. You know, I mean, I yeah. you know, plus they also have you know they're the able deal. to give out these they're able to give these salaries out too because they do have this gift known as a tax break, them. which does give them about an eight million dollars savings on tax when you max it out. <laughs> which I know drives Dan but, bananas, but. You know, it's just cut, traffic call, cut the traffic call, Nick Holden. It's just 2.2 million to replace somebody else, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, but, guys, yeah, really, but, you're, but, Derek, you're saying Nick Holden's a traffic cone, but Nick Holden, Alvaro, plays fucking phenomenal. He's, he's been really terrible. He is terrible defensively, and he will cost them a game during this playoffs. <laughs> the playoffs. No, he will cost them a game. Yes, he will. What kind of comment is that? He will. I'll tell you. Yeah, but Derek, he's not even. But think about it. He's not even a top six guy for them. No. 
He's not. Well, he shouldn't be. He shouldn't it, be a top six guy. That's true. He's not, if Nick, though. If Nick Holden, yeah, if Nick Holden's going to cost the Vegas a cup, then they don't belong there in the first place. It's just that simple. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, like, Zach White Cloud's going to play. He's their, he's their six. Schmidt, Theodore, Martinez, McNabb. There's your top four. If Nick Holden's playing five and six, fucking Derek England's a fucking parking cone. At this Derek point. England. Hey, Derek, they got the most out of Derek England. We'll say that. I mean, hey guys, Nick Cage come up and put. Guys, I was looking over the Vegas cat numbers, and there was one interesting yeah. stat, uh, cat number that was on there. Uh, George Brew cost them absolutely nothing to chill for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little fanboy tax. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there, though. Like, and I'm just saying, like, they're not going to get. You look at what they've gotten. <laughs> That was good, Dan. That was good. That was good. Yeah, George had that cool. That that was definitely. I had it coming to me. No, but like you think about it, they're not. No, but like you know, like Nick Hague could come up and play for him. Like they're just, you know, Nick Hague had a good season with him. They sort of left. So wait a minute. All right, can you guys? Can I circle back on something? So sure. Purple Are the turn. seeds set now for the East-West or what? Almost. No. Not yet. Almost. There's only one game. There's a lot of seeding left going on. There's only one game where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. here. <laughs> it's fucking. Oh. Like you have, so Vegas is like the top Washington. seed in the West, right? You know, I, yep. I, I just I wish my team had a coach like Elaine Vigneault. That's all I'm going to say. I, I just do. I know it hurts Dirk to hear this, but, but hey, you can hire fucking look. Gerard Gallant's available still. I still can't understand how he's still available. Well, no, actually, I, in truth, I like the Saber coach. No, I really do. I don't think he's the problem at all. But that's a story for another day. No, but I, I don't think he's. Well, that yeah, but it's also the fact that they don't have a goaltender. They have they have horrendous secondary goaltending. They have horrendous secondary yeah. defense, and they don't have a third and fourth line. If they can get those things figured out. The only difference between the Oilers and the Sabres right now is that the Oilers have Leon Dreisaitl and the Sabres don't. That might be the only difference. I mean, what I'm saying, is, you know, the Oilers have similar problems. And that's why they're out. Yeah. I mean, you just look at it. Like, just look at Edmonton financially. They're fucked. They really are. Edmonton? Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, my friend John mentioned something very interesting. If the Oilers win the lottery, do they trade the pick? I would. You might have to. I said that. It might not be a bad idea because then maybe they could get a guy like James Neal off their books, or maybe they could get a guy like – like maybe they could trade the number one pick and, oh, by the way, you're going to have to take James Neal off our hands so we could clear up some space. And, you know – I'm telling you, James Neal, anywhere James Neal goes is a cup contender next year because it's just what the guy is. Yeah, I mean, the Oilers just, 
you know, they're spending $47 million on their forwards and $21 million on their defense, and there's your answer as to why they, they are six the and a half on your goaltenders. Yeah. And like Miko Koskinen, oh, like he's still that's... fucking 32 years old. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's... like everybody makes this like big <laughs> deal with Koskinen. He's just fucking, he's old. That's he's their Carter Hutton, basically. That's exactly what that is. I've got a plan for the Oilers to improve their goaltender. Oh, and don't forget, what? they have four million dollars the next two seasons in buyouts. So four million. The Oilers already did their buyouts. Yeah. Oh, well, they have Benoit Pouliot and um, Sakara. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, Sakara. <laughs> The Oilers. Good. You know why I'm laughing at that right there? Uh, I think the Oilers should bring back Ty, they should bring back Ty Cockwood to be their goalie. Oh boy. It's funny, you know, you move on to you move on Talbot and Talbot's still playing. Yeah, but I uh, you know. They should have traded Talbot. Talbot's better than anything they had, but they don't play any defense. Well, when you, don't when forget, you trade don't forget the Talbot for Adam Larson. Don't forget Talbot won 40 games. Bloodquest never won 40 in his life. Talbot could have, should have been up for the Vesna for that one year when they made the playoffs. The cam. Hey, I mean, oh, can Kenny Holland rebuild that team? Yes. Can, can, yes, he can because he's yeah, he can. got a lot of common sense and intelligence. And, well, yeah. yeah, he can The other thing it. is when, when you have when you have dry yeah. subtle McDavid, it makes it a lot easier to get it done. Like what I mean is it's not going to take a miracle for me to get the Oilers to where they need to be. He also got Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto as well. They've got, they've got players. I like Kyle Lodo. Oh, I like him too. Yep, big fan. I watched him. You know, watched him in person a few times. Yeah, I like him. You know who I just so, thought about? Who's I think one of the bigger busts. Speaking of Oilers, remember Neil Yakupov? Did anybody think he was yeah. going to be like some star? Nope, not me. What are the best that they've made? Anybody they named Neil. Should not be in the NHL. That's just the first they, thing. They traded for that was a huge. They traded for after the seal, and he did nothing. Man, they played on their top six. He is terrible. He could have yeah. scored. And Mike the Green, and then they get Mike but, Green. I mean, really, Mike Green? I mean, Mike Green, just Mike Green opted out. Yeah. I know, but that's but the Brian, thing. A, even when they traded Brian, for him, it's just like, what are they doing? Brian, Mike Green. Brian. Mike Green. Uh, <laughs> Was on a lot of big games with the Capitals back in the day. It's funny. Speaking of Mike Green, I've heard Sam Rosen, Doc Emmerich, and Kenny Albert all call him Mike Green on broadcasts before. Uh, <laughs> have you heard that before, Derek? Uh, I I've heard have, Sam Rosen, I, I Doc just... Emmerich, and Kenny Albert all call Mike Green Mike Green by mistake. That's possible. That's definitely possible. Especially Sam and Kenny. Said, I've heard Doc say it one time, too. Here you go. Mike Green. Like, oh, you see coworkers of Mike Green. Mike Green used to have right. nightmares. When, when the What's up, was, like, 
I mean, I was, Doc I was, used to be coworkers. Mike Brady, the other two still are. Yeah. What's up, Dan? <laughs> I was I was gonna say, you know, you know whose favorite player in the NHL, uh, who who liked nail the most? Who? Jeff Backler. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Short nail, like two two point one four inch. <laughs> two and a quarter. It's it's less maintenance. <laughs> All right. Less maintenance. So you ready for? So speaking of draft, uh, according to Cap Friendly, right now the Devils have um, craps seven, eleven, and thirteen as of right now. The Devils. That's assuming you Vancouver can legit- and. Uh, Nope, that's that's Vancouver right now. and Arizona stay where they are, right? You just gotta hope yep. you don't happen. What happens to you didn't happen to what happened to Sabres last year. Yeah, that's true. Where they had San Jose and St. Louis's pick, and they ended up at twenty nine and thirty one respectively. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Now, if you're New Jersey, and let's say you do stay at eleven and thirteen, do you take eleven and thirteen, and Edmonton gets one, and do you trade eleven and thirteen for one? And take James. Mm-hmm. That's that, that, that's not going to be enough to get one. They'll have to, nobody's they'll trading have to number one. They give it up. I would I would argue maybe Edmonton. I would argue really? maybe Edmonton would consider it. Edmonton, you know what? I I can see that actually. Seven, I mean, what, right, think about this. What about Toronto? I could see Toronto doing that too. For one, Toronto that, could too. For one and James Neal. Oh come on! What is it? No, I'm just saying. What do you think like, I am? I'm hanging the phone up. I'm hanging the phone up on you, George. <laughs> the Devils get the one from one. Seven, where are they picking number seven? I want no. I want seven, eleven, seven, eleven, and thirteen. No, I want yeah. all three. No, seven, I want all three. That's the only seven, way I'm considering eleven and it. Yeah. thirteen. Or seven, eleven, and an unprotected twenty twenty one number one. That's the only way I'm moving number one. Well, let's not forget if if Carol if Atlanta. Or Arizona wins around and then they resign all. The Devils have another one next year. That's right. So Arizona would then give up two ones for Hall. What do you think Taylor Hall does? This next count year? as winning the round. Well, that all's been pretty good for the Coyotes in this restart. How much does Taylor okay, Hall? He's playing for money. He's always good when he's playing for money. How much does Taylor it's Hall make right now? I'm about to sim the lottery and see who wins that first pick. Are you ready? I'm going to say it's the Rangers. And nope. my fix came in. My fix came in. I predicted the George Floyd fix, Minnesota, and that's who won my first sim. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. You know who I actually do think is going to win it? I think it's going to be either the Florida Panthers or the National Predators that win Alexi. Edmonton um, or Toronto. The, that's just great. He'll go to two two teams that are never going to win anything. <laughs> I think it, I think I think a Madison, small market team's going to get him. I really do. Madison, it's set up it's for Edmonton and Toronto. This is the concession that we gave these two towns. Nope, it's Edmonton or Toronto. Oh, because of the home team thing? Yep. Yeah, that's somebody else brought that to my attention too. 
Brian, what do you think of that? I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm rock solid in. <laughs> Take a look at the image. Yeah, the, and there, there you go. That's all you need to know. There's your, there's your. Uh, the, the, it's the wild do get him. Um, I'm not going to say it's rigged <laughs> because of George Floyd. To me, the only thing way it's rigged if it's Toronto, Pittsburgh, or Edmonton, or dare I say, the Rangers, yep. or the, there or, it you is. Know, the Red Wings. From, Never, I almost said the Red Wings, but. If you really think about it, the NHL could be could give the attaboy to one of those two teams for, hey, you put on a good show. By the way, these ranks look phenomenal. The NHL spared no expense to make these fucking ranks look nice. Oh, it's okay for now. They're not gonna. If they gotta do this next year, it's not gonna be the same. See, the only problem uh, I have, the only problem, and it may not be as bad next round, that when you play that many games in the same rink, the pucks, start, the ice starts to go bad, and you have a lot of pucks that were rolling during some of these games. So, Derek, have you checked the humidity in both of these towns? Oh, look, I'm not saying that it's It has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with how many games are being played on that ice. It's the humidity. Because the humidity makes the ice sticky. No matter what they try. That's why I know you guys are going to give me shit. Arizona and Vegas would have been the two best places to have this because there's no fucking humidity. Hey, wait a minute. I got a question. Didn't Pittsburgh trade their first round pick for Zucker to Minnesota for Jason Zucker? They did. Uh-huh. Is it protected? Lottery protected. Lottery protected. But top three. Lottery protected. Yes. Oh, I simmed it again, and look what happens. Pittsburgh. Ooh. Pittsburgh. Penguin. Oh. You mad at me? So, did you did you see where? I send it, it and the Rangers won. <laughs> oh, did you? I did. It took Have me you about seen the four simulations. Have you seen the terms on the Devils, the Taylor Hall trade? No. If Arizona's 2020 first election is in top three, New Jersey will receive Arizona's 2021. It's not, so New Jersey gets Arizona's 2021st. The third round pick can upgrade to a two if the Coyotes win a playoff round or Taylor Hall resigns. The pick upgrades to a one if they win a round and, re- and Hall resigns. Who the, like, Ray Shearer at least gave the devil some chance leaving. Wait a minute. According to this, Minnesota mm-hmm. gets Pittsburgh's first. So if Pittsburgh wins, so if Pittsburgh wins, then that goes to Minnesota. Yep. I just did the sim lottery, and Columbus came out on top. 
A, lo- a lot of them come to like Minnesota and Columbus. Oh, here's my favorite. Minnesota gets the pick if Pittsburgh falls between 1 and 15. Pittsburgh has seven days to decide to keep their pick in 2020 or transfer it to 2021. So it's not mm-hmm. protected. Oh, it's just that okay. they have the option. They have the option of keeping it. Oh, if it's one, guess what? <laughs> if it's one, Minnesota's going to get that call in about three seconds. They're like, ah, you're going to get it next year. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if they said, now nah, you can go ahead and keep it? <laughs> we want our 21. Sabres would do that. That's a Sabres move, right? Yeah, they would. They'd be like, ah, you know what, I'll keep my No, but, yeah. you, you know, maybe Pittsburgh goes and says, Men, you know, Minnesota's been dealing with a lot with uh, George Floyd this year. We're going to we're gonna take one. We're going to take they one might. for the team and and give it to Minnesota to help build that community back up. Oh boy. <laughs> one there one never knows. No, that would never happen in a snowball's <laughs> chance of hell. So, oh, I finally got one where Edmonton won. I'm I'm rooting for one team to win and only one. Minnesota. Nope, the team that plays on what thirty third and seventh. That's the team I'm rooting for to win. I just did my sim lottery and Pittsburgh came out on top, but it, it uh, points the Minnesota. I want Get the Rangers to win the lottery. The Rangers. Yeah, so there'd be a meltdown in uh, one particular area in Staten Island. (laughs) Is he still here? He's just waiting for a moment to come back in, so I'm sure he's around. He's legitimately waiting for a take a shot at the Buffalo Bills. Course. Hey, oh, train camp's going. Sport he's on. The sport, the sport he's not going to watch. He said. Hey, that by the way, training camp started. Just, yeah. Th- if it training camp starts, does anybody give a shit? No, I don't. <laughs> Could care less. Wake me up in October when hockey's over. No, wake me up on October no. 5th when hockey's over. Yep, I agree. I'm, Do not care. I'm just protesting. I'm not watching the, at least the first week. Just to see for its ratings. But, I'm gonna do my but part. Brian, the NFL needs you to watch. But, but, the, but the, Brian, uh, you're denying as, me my no. button pushes. You must watch. The, you know, <laughs> well, I was I was gonna make a joke. I was gonna say that you know mm-hmm. they needed to have the um, um, China national anthem. They needed to have <laughs> the uh, the black <laughs> national anthem. The feminist national it. anthem. No, you got it. You, you can't exclude the feminists, or they. What's the feminist national anthem? Hit. I will survive. But maybe uh, maybe Rosie O'Donnell take... maybe Rosie O'Donnell's song that she sang years ago. It's probably the feminist song. This <laughs> is just do Aretha Franklin. Rosie. There he is. See, told you he's Yeah, Aretha Franklin. Respect. 
R E S P E C T. That's that's a be the anthem. Yeah. No. How about the tranny national anthem? <laughs> bring bring it on! All the national anthems, but the first one that has to play is China. That's the first one that needs to happen. Yeah, I don't. I honestly, I don't. Really, the NBA to me disappointed me. They really should have done the China national anthem. They should have went the full nine. Why, why stop? Why go half seas? Go full. Go full nine. And then, and, Just and, well, they and can't then wear free Hong Kong on your jersey. But and then LeBron Sir James Mugu come Gai out with Pan. a China. LeBron James could come out with a uh, China jumpsuit. And bow down Has to anybody watched a message. minute? Has anybody watched a minute of the NBA? Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't care. Don't ever look for it. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Over. I got, I was like flipping through and like watched it for like three seconds. I'm like, this is terrible. I don't even and know why you even gave it of, that much time. Because I was interested. Oh, jeez. I wanted to watch Zion play, to be honest with you. Um, uh, no, no interest like, who? Where the, uh, where the NHL got every – no, look, I'm not it, – It's this isn't a comment on what's on the floor and whatever. It, it's it's the bubble. It's, it's where they're playing. The NHL did such a good job in the two cities. The NBA did such a shitty job with a smaller venue. Well, you know they needed they they had to get their things on the court. I mean, there's only so much space to go around. That's what's well, not, no, not even not, the basketball right, right, court. It's right, what they I'm put not on even the court. saying anything. No, I'm not, and uh, that's mm-hmm. that's not even what I was talking about. I was talking no, about no, but that, but I think that's where like, their focus was, and it took away from making it great. That's that's oh, all okay. they cared about. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is that if they actually kept their eyes on what's important, then maybe they wouldn't lose fans like myself and I'm sure some others too. But yeah, I, they I made it abundantly clear what they're after. So I've always said yeah. strength in numbers for the for the Golden State Warriors had nothing to do with fans. And now they've proven it. No. No. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the day in the NBA when white players are discriminated against, like profusely. And I just—it's going to happen. The day is coming. Oh, it's, and, happen- you know, maybe it's been happening will get for hired. twenty-seven years. Yeah, but it's going to get a lot worse. And I can't wait for it to happen. And I'm just going to laugh. I'll say, "Hey, this is what you wanted. This is what you signed up for. This is what you enabled. So have fun." You know, there's so much else to do now anyway. It's really not, you know. As far as football goes, I'm going to wait and see mode. Dan's going to have a real hard time if I skip the season. Real hard time. What? I'm at the point where it's like, it just, I They've beat me in the submission, I think. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. 
And is that like is it wrong that I don't care? I don't know. But I just like I'm like whatever, dude. Well, so like, all right, you know, I was I was telling you, know, you know, you know, George, I was I was telling this to Derek last night late on his show. Is that I? You know those ads you see on Facebook for like AT and T and Directv and all this stuff? Like, oh, watch the angels yeah. on this, right? So I went through yeah. tons of comments. I just kept reading them. When when Kaepernick bend the knee. Right, there were a few people said I'm not watching sports anymore. I'm done with football. Blah 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 blah. Right, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Right. The amount of comments that I see now compared to what I saw then, it's got to be a hundred times more now. I mean, it is. There's so many people saying they're yeah. Now I don't know if it's all going to be true. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, but I just I noticed the amount of people have <laughs> exponentially gone up. So I. If I were working in the sports field, I would be a little bit nervous about what's coming down the line in the next one or two years. Because, you know, if they just think everybody's just going to stop what they're doing and just pay all this money to see their product, I think they're maybe a little mistaken on that. And if people, you know, with this pandemic, people, I think, have found a lot of other things to do. And if they're irritated by that, well, they're going to say, no, I'm done. I'm not coming back to you. You know, it's not the same world we live in anymore. Yeah. They, they're they walking a tightrope. They, they're so arrogant that I almost want them to fail just for that reason. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a difference between NHL talking about, like, the things that Matt Dumba did. There's a difference between that and blatantly supporting BLM because of the Marxist movement is. There's a major difference between the two things. Major. And that's the yeah. point that people can't see. Like, I, I was I was supporting Matt Dumba. That's fine. That's not a problem. Yeah, I, I'll, support, you know? I'll support the words, Black Lives Matter, but not the group that put the words out there. Like yeah, you, it, you, it, you it, had to it, get away it, from the branding. Yeah. Like it's it, a branding it, it, thing. What, like look, yeah. I grew up in the inner city. I I know for a fact that African Americans are treated differently oh, in yes, school by yeah. police, but it's not all of them. It's but like baseball with RBI and I had the the guy who runs RBI on the show 11 years ago and I said mm-hmm. what's the cause of why RB, why do African Americans not play baseball yeah and he was giving me all these reasons I said you're missing the main one it's socioeconomic baseball is passed down from father to son and in the inner city in that in the community that you're looking at, the guy's name is David That's James. Absolutely right. I said, "There's lack of fathers. There's no male that role makes... models." Yep. And I said, "And here's the other thing. Even with the RBI program, that's great, but the some of these inner cities have affluent high schools in them that poach kids from." affluent areas to come in to play on these teams. Well, now they have a lot of travel teams at baseball too, right? Isn't that another problem? 
Baseball like, is you know, you got to pay for that. Yeah, you Baseball's have to be cheap. more expensive than hockey is. No, you would never believe problem. how expensive baseball is. <laughs> but, it's but, crazy, but the, and it makes no sense, though, right? But it, it's so much easier for a group. Plus, look, like I grew up in Jersey City. All the schoolyards yep. that we grew up in playing football, hockey, baseball, basketball in have trailers in them. There's yep. no place, and, and you're overdeveloping. Like, I could legitimately do a two-hour show just based off of why kids in the inner city are disadvantaged in sports. I can. I live in Jackson now. Yeah. Holbrook mm-hmm. Little League, which went to the Little League World Series four years ago, is yep. fuck. I want, I, I want to make sure I get the number right. $250 a kid to play fucking Little League Baseball? No, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> yep. COVID. This is pre-COVID, Dan. And here you yeah, go. But, Brian. you know. Here, Brian, here you go. Here it is. T-ball. $135. A joke. Coach pitch, $185. This is spring softball. Minors. Yeah, I'd rather see some tax. I'd rather see ten. some. I don't know about you. I'd rather see some tax money allocated to those things. So maybe kids have things to do like that instead of maybe other things where yeah. maybe they don't have to pay that much or at all. <laughs> they just want to participate. Oh. Maybe, you know, part. could you imagine, could you imagine like minorities, especially black kids getting that structure earlier in their life, even if they don't have the father figure out, that would really go a long way to help them, I think. It probably gets better. As well, part of the registration you know. process, every family is required to complete a work bond this spring. Run the snack stand, blah, 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 blah. If you wish to not do the work bond, it's another hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's expensive. So yeah. Yep. Like, anyway. I just want to see like but, where I grew up. Like when I grew up, Little League was I don't know twenty five bucks, maybe. And I think my parents, like, got around paying it because I played. <laughs> you know, my dad coached. But to me, like, this is the major problem. But you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can only imagine when it costs in Florida. You did what with Florida? How much is, like, Little League Baseball in Florida? I don't know. I'm an adult, and I don't have anybody that is doing Little League, so I don't have a clue. I'm not like some like, people that goes to Little Leagues and – and um, watch no, the little kids play and smell the hair. No, and... Dan, I'm not. 
I'm not saying that you would be. I'm just saying, like, if you worked with somebody who may have, like, said it. Like, Brian, you got got to know people that have kids. How much is in California? Um, I don't, you know, because a lot of kids here play soccer that I know. Um, How much is soccer, though? I don't. Oh, well, it all depends what level you're playing. It's 100 Kamala Harris dollars. Wow. Like, where, where Rakator's kid plays, he was telling me it's like 4500 to five grand just for to be to play hockey at 10 years old. Oh, it's ridiculous. That's a fucking card payment for some people a year. Mm-hmm. That was more than I went. That's more than my parents paid for me to go to Catholic high school. A year. It's fucking ridiculous. And see, yeah. that's where if you said, "Hey, why don't you put some money in the community programs?" Okay, cool with that. How about stop giving tax abatements out? To people who had nothing to the town. Like these places, they have to pay. They have to pay literally coaches. Okay, in South River, my hometown, okay. right now it's one hundred and twenty bucks a child to play little league, and that's just town league. Yeah. I mean, it's not horrendous, but, you know. Jeez, the field looks exactly the same when I grew up. Golly. I'm not young, gentlemen. I played there 30-something <laughs> years ago, 34 years ago. Hey, let's see. Cost. Old man. Runs a league. Or has a place in Flemington. So here in Florida, uh, T-ball is $65. Many and minor are many minor and ma- and minors seventy five and ozone and Dixie boys eighty five dollars. That's a I guess that's a weird way of saying they're older, but mm-hmm. that's in North Lakeland. Here you go, Brian. Let's this is back. a one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven-week program, five and six and seven and eight, one ninety-nine. Nine from nine to twelve, it's two ninety-nine. An hour and a half a week for seven weeks, you're paying two hundred bucks. It was fucking. Mm-hmm. Are we fucking no. kidding? I mean, I, you know, listen. I know, I know, you got to pay, you know, umpires and things like that, and. You know, but 
again, I don't. If you think about it, right? Burton County, I was making more than high school umpires worth. They could allocate for doing some of the tax games. money they're wasting. They could allocate some of the tax money they're wasting in these towns and pay for most of this stuff. Where where kids that are yeah. poorer could actually participate. It's not that much. No. But here's where the discrepancy comes. Mm-hmm. Equipment. When we played, Brian, I mean, we're close enough in age where this applies to us. Mm-hmm. You could go and get a decent bat for 75 bucks. Did you ever tell you about the injury I had in Little League? No. Did you foul a ball into your face? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, in warm-ups. I know a kid that did that. In warm-ups, I bought the mm-hmm. new glove, right? And I, it was it was nice, you know. I wasn't sure that I said, ah, it'll break in, so I put it on. It was pretty tight. So me and my my late friend Stu were were um, throwing, you know, we're getting ready, you know, doing our our warmups. And he threw a fast one to me to hit my my middle finger, and I I flailed down in massive pain, like you wouldn't believe. What happened was my 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 nail. On my middle finger, if you look at the middle, it bent up in a 90-degree angle, straight up. And it still was attached. So imagine half of your half of your fingernail ripped off, and it's bent up 90 degrees, uh, straight up in the air. Dude, it was the one of the most painful things. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, that was <laughs> – I was done, dude. It was the freakiest, weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, when it comes to injury, you know? Yeah, it was it was not fun. Oh, that sounds weird. Oh no, I oh, had, it's, um, it's not. In Babe Ruth, I still have the scar to prove it. I'll send it to you. I it was ninety six, so I was like thirteen going on fourteen. It was the Sunday after Doc Gooden's no hitter. Remember, Tino made a play at first where he dove head first into the bag to beat somebody to the bag. I right. do. I do. So I thought I was hot shit. I made this great play at first. The kid was fast, and I was going to dive to beat him to the bag. I didn't dive head first right. I dove square on my knee. I got the out. But I ripped three. I could see my fucking patella. How deep I fucking crept my knee open. You know what my father said? Uh, we'll put an ace bandage on it. You'll be fine tomorrow. I went. To, I couldn't even fucking walk the next day. Man, oh man. He's like, man, I never fine. had. I was lucky. At, yeah. I started a full, full brawl between two teams. That was pretty fun in high school. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time. I told the, I yeah, told the referee. Uh, I told the referee playing in roller yeah. hockey once you could park a bus in his mother's snatch. He didn't like me too much after that. <laughs> yeah, this uh, one of our rivals was throwing at my buddy. He threw at him. So I, was, I hit a double on one second. My buddy at the base hit. I go right through the stop side at third, and I ran over to catch her so hard. It was like, boom, I just – I put my holes up and wah, I just put him over, and I – and he was on the ground. I started talking trash, and then the bench just cleared, and it was a big bra. That was wonderful. <laughs> was How old were you when you did this? I was, of course, I was out. Of 
course I was out by like five steps. Yeah, no shit. Right through the slide. Oh yeah, there was no research. It was it was a it wasn't even a you know it was a shallow base. It, 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 the guy almost had the the kid almost had the ball in his hand as I was rounding through it. I mean, it, it, any adequate throw gets me out. By like, you know. I always used to How say he I? had to make a perfect throw to get me. Fifteen. 15? Late 15? Almost 16? No, actually, 16. 16. I remember I did that once, and I said to the coach, he had to make a perfect throw to get me. He goes, well, he made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah. Good stuff. Brian, he was he was just jealous. He was just jealous that that your mama was going to make you spicy meatballs. Later. Jeez, these, these mom jokes. Oh, no. You know. Can I say something oh, speaking no. of my mother? I'm going, I'm going to start can the I, Can I say something speaking of my mother? Mm-hmm. Something that irritates the living heck out of me? All this Karen stuff? That's my mother's name. Come on, dude. It, it's <laughs> enough. I, I hate Do it what? with passion. It's what people call women Karens now instead of, you know, it, that's my mom's name. I mean, quit it. I, I hate it with a passion. Oh, you don't like the Karen? I'm sorry. No, I can't I wrote stand a Karen. It's annoying. I, I wrote a Karen joke earlier. That must be what it is. Uh, okay, all right. Fire, shots are going to be fired soon. What? I'm only kidding. <laughs> that's right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be fired, and uh, and my um, and they'll ask to see the manager. Oh man, Brian, Brian, I want to I want to make a you meet the boss tonight. Oh, mama, oh, mama, man. will you please make me a meet the boss? <laughs> I don't know. Dan's loving these button pushes. He's just getting, uh, he's getting this place where it's so, it's so stupid. I just like it. It's just, it's just a really stupid thing, but it, but it's, it's just so funny, but it's insanely stupid. I know. I know. I know. Oh, man. I don't. I don't expect, I just tried. I just tried to think of the most stereotypical Italian thing. Oh, right. <laughs> Brian will do that. Sick, I sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Man, Brian, when is it going to be football season so I can make? How about what about? How about what about Sabers? Does George know about that story? I don't even know if you know about why we do that, George. So, so Justin, I I forget the the Bills lost some game. I don't know who. I it was so long ago. I don't remember. So Justin called me, you know, and. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to talk anything about the, my, you know, the bills or anything, right? So I'm talking about work, and I'm talking about life in California. He's just laughing like, ha, 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 like this. So he's just, you know, he's not interested, <laughs> right? So 
So all of a sudden, he just cuts <laughs> in like ten minutes later, and he goes, "So, so Brian, how, 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 how what about Buffalo?" And I said, well, "What about him?" And I go, "What's the problem? Do you need something, or is there, you know?" He just, he just had to hear my reaction, and I'm like, "What about him?" And then something I take to my grave when the Bills played the Jaguars in the playoffs a couple of years ago, before. They they ruled Jalen Ramsey's interception on Nathan Peterman to to stand. Both Felixes called me within ten seconds. Yeah. And I could go back to my T Mobile records and prove it if I need to. And I'm sitting there watching the game with my friends at the Bills bar. Dan loves this because he loves it too. But you know, it's it's you know, it's the misery. This is why I'm denying you football this year, Dan. Sorry. You're going to be denied. But how does He's that kidding. make you feel? How does that make you feel, Brian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, that's, what, that's the whole story. Of that, but I, I'll never forget that. I was like about 12 minutes into the conversation. Just so you know, enough's enough. I need to know. <laughs> and then, And then when the Sabres are playing the Flyers in a game seven, in 2000, I want to say 2008, 2009, right? The Sabres were in a game seven against the Flyers, and the Flyers were winning like four to one, five to one. My phone's blowing up with Felix calls. Oh, you know why I didn't take it? Because my car, I, my I, my car broke down. I was getting it towed in Long Beach, almost off of off of the bridge. Sorry, I couldn't take your call to commiserate the misery of the Sabres, but I I had some things to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> but Brian, didn't you say that he called what time? Um, how, how does that make you feel? Mhm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Young Daniel had a few run-ins with that too, but we'll leave that alone for this show. Do what? Daniel's had a few hey. things on that too, but we'll leave that alone. Hey Dan, what happened with that um, Splash Mountain boat? Probably, I think two. I thought I think idiots were trying to tip the boat, and then it filled up with water. And once you fill it up with water, a, a good bit of water, then it will sink. So I think that's what happened. I think it's what they found out. Oh. Yeah, because somebody I was reading something. Somebody was on the boat was like complaining because the cast member was rude to him. Like you asshole, they don't want to fucking deal with that shit. Turn a ride that's going to be out of commission for two years. Well, are, are well, they still Brian, doing that? Or are they going to? Are they going to get off that their high horse and shit? No, they're gonna they're gonna do it. But you know who loves Disney with a deep passion. Brian Sandler. Oh, I didn't mean you. <laughs> he loves Disney, and especially Goofy. Oh. He, that's his favorite. <laughs> Not to go on to this thing. Brian, did you watch the oh, what fucking game? It was one of the West Coast games last night. Uh, what game had the too many men call? I didn't see Maybe last night it was... too much, unfortunately. 
fucking Pierre sitting there screaming at the top of his lungs at too many men. Like, shut the fuck up, you pencil nose geek. Nobody fucking wants you there. I know. It's like you're not a ref. Like, you're not a coach. Like, you're an analyst. And, you know, maybe it was Vancouver, Minnesota, maybe? I think it was. And he's, like, Mm. screaming at too many men. Oh, yeah, it was, because it was when Vancouver was pulling their goalie. Mm-hmm. It's like, shut up, dickhead. That's another it's team like, I think is pretty close. Vancouver. They they they're an interesting team going forward in the playoffs too. I yeah. just, I'm not crazy about their goaltending, but I like their forwards a lot though. Oh fuck, dude. But, I wasn't cra- I wasn't crazy about their goaltending before last night. I thought Corey Schneider was back in the pipes for Well, let's see. <laughs> you want to talk about fucking softies. He gave, I mean, he gave up three pucks and hit him in the fucking chest and went in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're one of those and teams. At this point, they're on the verge, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're only going to get help because the three California teams are a mess. Isn't it amazing that all three California teams missed the playoffs this whole thing and the 24 teams? Yeah. And, so, and some team from Western New York. Um, you know, um. and, and a team from, you know, from Newark. They were 25th. Yeah. I, I, I was telling Lacator is like, what teams missed the playoffs? And I was like, all three California teams. He goes, get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, well, they all, you know, they they all had long sustained runs of success. I would, you know, especially mm-hmm. the Kings and and you know, the Ducks, you know, were pretty underrated, but you know, they just all kind of got old at the same time. I mean, the but I think the Sharks just made self inflicted terrible moves. I, you know, I just. You know, they're. I mean, the Eric Carlson move. I, I, I just. You, Got you can see fun. he was breaking down. Yeah. I mean, he's on their books. Actually, he doesn't show on Cap Friendly. Why doesn't he show on there? That's weird. He doesn't show on Cap Friendly. That's weird. Very strange. Oh no, he probably. I, I agree. That's why. George, listen to that. They're paying till twenty five twenty six Mark Edward Vlasic seven million dollars a year. Yeah. They're paying a thirty five year old Brett Burns eight million dollars. One, two, three, four, five, six more years. Six more years. If you want to talk yeah. you want to talk about a team that is finished? This team is finished, dude. I I don't see, you know, I don't see a way out for them at all. Yeah. I mean, unless Eric Carlson somehow gets back to old Eric Carlson, but even that's a stretch. Oh, by the way, Martin Jones is making five point seven five till twenty twenty four, and he's a horrible goalie. Oh, they're they're a mess. This team, yeah. and they got no first round pick this year. What a mess. I mean, I. I, you know, the Kings, to me, though, that's a team I will go down on record to tell you in the next two or three years, 
you're going to look at the Kings and say, wow, this team's loaded with a great young talent. They have some bad contracts, but they have really replenished their their system tremendously. They got a whole lot of good players coming up. And they're going to add maybe and they have a, field this year. What's and that? they have a ton of picks. Yes. And they got three they twos, have bad, they two have threes, bad contracts. You know, maybe that's a team. Yeah, I mean, that's a team that maybe, you know, if I were them picking a two, if I could tack on a bad contract and move it, I, I may do that. Yeah. All right, Brian, I have to Thank ask you this because I've asked everybody else. What's up? I, I get it because he didn't take over the job until Jan, January 15th. If you did a half season, like a second half coach of the year, who would it be? Second half coach of the year for hockey? Yeah. Ooh. Um, would it be Pete? Maybe. I got to think about it. Yeah, I, don't, you know, I mean, because you can't give him the full coach of the year. But what he took over in Vegas? Hell, I didn't even throw him like Nassim Kondry. Uh, yeah. Um, Elaine Nazareth. You're going to think I'm crazy. I, I, I put I put Lee in there, too. I think mm-hmm. he's done a great job. I mean, the Flyers well, he's up you know, the were really season. hot. Yeah. Well, he, they, they even came on the second half of the year, too. A little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, now they're the one seed. Um, I would say, yeah, I think Pete's in there. I think Vigneault's in there. I think um, – Elaine Nazardine, because he's, he's still, he's still – after that fucking – He's got yeah, After the Hall trade, the Devils are playing better. Yeah, Brenda Moore's another yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I would put in there, too. I You know, or um, – Rick Tocca, Tortorella by default. Yeah, Tortorella by default, yeah. just because they're, you know – but I'll tell you, Dan, and I'm not pushing buttons. So, man, could you imagine if Tampa gets Columbus in the first round? I mean, it, it, again after last year. We were, we were we were we were talking about that, but uh, I think the Lightning actually want that. Yeah, I do. I just you know, I just hope for them. I think the key is the big key for them if they do play them. Because I remember last year, Columbus hit them really hard in that game one. They beat them like five to one. It was like yep. a really bad loss for them. And I think that stung the Lightning. Like, where'd that come from, right? So as long as they can withstand, if they can get off to a good start and win, like you know, win that first game or start hitting, you know, meet their physicality, you know, I think. Hey, look, and that's why Tampa did what they did in the off season and at the deadline. Yeah, they, that's why they, they overpaid Washington. for Blake Coleman. No. Brian, no, I think that, but that, that was a fine move Brian, because Coleman signed next year Brian, for a good price too. Brian, that's, yeah. that's not correct for the Lightning. What what happened in Game One? I remember because I was at a sports bar uh, oh, watching this. Okay. Is yeah, probably Game One is Tampa scored three in the first period. We're, we're just all like, okay, we're just going to roll right through these Blue Jackets, and then they scored one in the second. And then they score three in the third, and that was it. So, yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, that was a that was a rough yeah. game, and you know we just 
We just all looked at that and said, shit. See, I'll be honest with you. This whole seeding thing to me was kind of stupid in the East. Boston had an eight-point lead on the on the top seed. Okay, the odds are pretty high. You're going to hold on to an eight-point lead, right? They should yeah. have just had Tampa, Washington, and Philly round robin for the two, three, four. Because they had ninety-two, yeah. and ninety, and eighty-nine. Right? Those that's pretty close, right? You can make a strong like, argument me, that you know. I agree with you. Like I, I. I think the two top teams should have been the one seed regardless. Yes, I'm happy Vegas got it. Or you could or you could have but, St. Louis, Colorado play for a round robin for the one because there's only two point difference. And Colorado and Colorado had a game in hand. You know, you could but have But like here's what like I'm that. saying. Like I thought what they should have done was if you won your division, then you were automatically the one and two. Yeah, I just, you know, I just thought it was kind of – I mean, what, what is Boston out of three or four? Boston could be the fourth. <laughs> the the winner tomorrow is the three, and the loser tomorrow is the fourth. Unbelievable. I, they go, you know, and, you know, Vegas, I mean, to be honest, they're the one, and they were, what, eight points behind St. Louis? Mm-hmm. I mean – I mean, but listen, they also there's no perfect system. The there's no perfect champion. system. Yeah, I don't have a major problem with it, but I, I, there's no perfect I system, need, like, I guess, with that. But, you know, considering the circumstances, I think they did as good as they could have done. But, like, I, Dan, yeah, you correct me if I'm wrong. I was saying this back when they announced it. The one and two should be locked in stone should be the teams that won the, the, the won the division. I don't care the Pacific division. Because regardless of the fact, if Vegas had won the Pacific division, they would have been the two seeds. Can I interject something else here about this format? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, does this open up – they're not following – the playoff system of the last couple of years within the division, right? Yeah. They're reseeding after this, right? Can we please yeah. go back to one versus eight in the conference again? You have one versus eight in the conference. No, 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 no. But during the season, isn't it the yes, top? You do. What do you have, the top? No, you have one. Division and then wild cards? No, 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 regular. Yep. A, a, a normal season. You have. Yeah, you have one. You know, you have one through three. Yeah, but then two each, versus three division. has to be – no, no, no. But two through three has to be in the division. I understand. I don't like Yeah, I don't like yeah, I understand I what like Brian's saying. Um, I, not that no, I do. I, I keep, but like, yeah. I'm saying, like, the ones – like, Vegas would have been the two yeah. seed. They would have played seven. No, but what I'm so, saying is we don't I – don't, I don't like the fact that we have to restrict some of these matchups to division matchups in the first round. Just go one through eight. Top two, the top two seeds from each division, three versus eight is seeded based on most points. Now one plays eight, two plays seven, no matter what, and that's it. Just like it was, I mean, I know they want to have yeah, like some the, division matchups and stuff, but I just don't. I I keep coming back to this, but the Sabers played the Flyers six times in seventeen years. Those were some. Actually, I'm sorry, seven times in seventeen years. 
Those were some of the best matchups I ever saw. The wars were amazing. They weren't division. They weren't division rivals. They were rivals big time. Mm-hmm. And then you see, I think you, I think you add to rivalries when you do that instead of subtract it, because you're always going to have your rivals in the division, right? Anaheim and LA yeah. are always going to be rivals, no matter what, right? You know, Tampa and Florida are always going to be quote rivals, no matter what. Buffalo and <laughs> San Jose Toronto and Vegas are, always are now rivals. rivals. Well, yeah, Vegas. You know, that's it. Doesn't matter if they play. But we, but when you could add, imagine if it was Vegas versus Dallas three times in four years in the playoffs, that creates another rivalry. Mm. And you know, when you have those cross matchups, so like I think they're, I think they're I, trying to I, cut I, down. I think it's great. Yeah, you're but probably. Right. The other and I thing think was, they do want to emphasize the division, but you know, it's just. Like and the other thing know. was is when you had thirty teams, it was it was split across five six divisions. Yep. So it made sense to do that. Now with mm-hmm. four divisions, you know, it, it it makes for that last week to be very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like this is even true. the way they did this, and even the way they did scheduling this year. You start looking at like teams, like and I, and I know this because I know Vegas is like end of the season schedule was eight games in the division to end the season. Yeah, like they had Edmonton, they had Vancouver twice, I think. They had they had Arizona. If the NHL could get to that, where April first, March. Like March first, March fifteenth, you're not traveling to the West Coast. Your West, your yep. your 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 interconference games are over. Now you're playing the last month of the season in conference. Oh man, that makes that shit. It's like what the NFL did with Week yeah. Seventeen, because now you have like Vegas. Like here, here's where the NHL fucked up this year. You had that great playoff round last year with Vegas and San Jose. They yes. were done playing before Christmas. Yeah. It didn't matter because San Jose sucked this year. Yeah, but, but I still, I still believe. I, I'm going to tell you this. I still think. The most natural rival for Vegas is the Kings. I I really do. I think in about five or six years, I still think that team. Oh, yeah. L.A. No, versus I, I Vegas to me makes a lot but more San sense. San Jose has yeah, been two yeah. straight years in the playoffs. Yeah, but I think you know. I'm just saying, as time goes on, I think. Yeah, because I agree with that. I, you know, I could see that just because of the market size and everything like that. You know. But, like, if you were a hockey fan pre-October 1st, 2017, and you lived in Las Vegas, yeah. who is a root for? Maybe the Kings? The Kings, probably, right? Maybe, because, well, they also won two Stanley Cups. They were a great team for a while. You know, maybe yeah. you gravitated to the Kings. I don't you – know, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, definitely our, I mean, Arizona to me would be – but Arizona, I mean, if Arizona would be was more really of a natural run. Yeah, I'm just thinking more of the fact that a lot of 
I mean, you know, a, tons of people from L.A. go to Vegas all the time. So I think that, to me, makes sense. Right. But, you know, yes. <laughs> I'm saying you're one of those people that go there. Yeah. Like, you know, I, guess. I always, yeah. I, I, you know, Buffalo, Toronto, everybody talks about Buffalo, Toronto, but I believe, and I told this to a Toronto fan on Twitter, and he just got, he blocked me. I said, you want a rivalry with us? Come beat us. We beat you in the conference final. We're like 120 and 70 against you lifetime. You've never made a Stanley Cup. To me, you're not a rival until you meet us. And, and as bad as the Sabres have been, we still dominate the season, the, the lifetime series against Toronto. Toronto fans all call smug and high and mighty, but I, I'm just the opposite. I look at I look down on them, not the other way around. And I know uh, the Toronto fans think I'm an idiot, but I said the proof's in the numbers. It's all there. You've made zero Stanley Cups since the Sabres became a team in 1970. You have not even made it to the finals. I don't want to hear your chirping until you do something. And oh, by the way, we played you in the 99 conference finals and we beat you in five. So I don't I don't want to hear it. So, you know, it's it's kind of true. You know, like Boston, when I was a kid, Boston was Buffalo's biggest rival. Well, that's because, Vink, that's because Toronto was in the West. Yeah, that too. And, you know, Montreal, like, you know, it's hard to get the divisions perfect. I mean, it's just, you know. Oh, I, they think they're pretty good now. Yeah, but I always thought – the stupidest thing I've ever heard is why name the, the divisions in NHL should not be geographic. The NHL is not a geographically perfect sport. Be unique. I love the Smythe division. I love the Patrick division. You could have added more divisions. You could have updated the names. You could have done some other things. No. Has to be the Metropolitan Division. That's ridiculous. Pat, you know, like, the, explain the, this the, to me. The, I hate it. Why is it's, Arizona moving to the Central? Is. Are they moving to the Central? Yep. Because Seattle's moving into the Pacific. Oh, I didn't know that that was happening. Yeah. I mean, logically, all right, so who's in, who's in the Pacific now? Well, it's Vegas, Edmonton, Vancouver, Calgary, Arizona, San Jose, Anaheim and LA. The only team, yeah, to make sense is Arizona, sadly. Yeah. You're not, because, you know, it's funny. Technically, Vegas is almost as west as Los Angeles, geographically, if you look at the map, because California curves yeah. east. Like, actually, Carson City, Nevada is more west than LA is, believe it or not. It's weird. But, you know what I mean? It's not. Arizona, to me, I don't know. I don't know. Will it ever I'm, work in Arizona? And, and, Put them in. I would love to see them go to Houston, and then just have a team in Houston personally. But that's what I would like to see. Because yeah. then you have Houston and Dallas would be great. That'd be good for for that market right there. Houston's the fourth biggest city in the country. Oh. And and there's, and there's a lot of shit talking anyway with those two teams, with them too anyway. Oh, there's there is with that. I was in Dallas and I talked to some. Locals. I asked him. I said, "Is the, is the rivalry between Houston and you real?" He goes, "Oh, you bet you believe it." 
you know, and it's not, this isn't even about sports. It's, it's just in general. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very, very, you know, people used to don't, I've talked to some of my school districts in Houston and they don't, they don't have great things to say about people in Dallas. They're just not, there's, there is a distinct difference. It's kind of like Northern and Southern California. It's a little bit like that too. You know, there's, there's definitely a uh, little, little shit talking back between those, those two regions too. Well, from hey, Miami, that, uh, like LA and San Francisco off the off the California, put them in the ocean. It approved this state in ten Mark seconds. Mark Andre Flurry has now tied uh, Oh, could someone invite Derek back? Oh oh no, that's in the chat. Is that in the chat, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. Uh, you kicked him out. I love it. <laughs> I didn't kick him out. He hung up. No, oh, no, not that. No. He's back. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, oh, George, where he is now. Do you want to group chat? What? Yes. On Facebook. I wanted to do this group chat. You know whatever. what? Dan, shall I bring him in? Let's oh, go. Derek will go nuts. Hey, Brian, have you heard anything on Patch already? What about him? Have you heard anything about him? <laughs> Where the fuck is he? I don't know. Where is he? He's not with the team oh, in he's... Edmonton. Oh, wait, he's the... Oh, so <laughs> George Brew, you're in the group. <laughs> I see it. Welcome to the party. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in this room, so... <laughs> uh, I'm going to agree to you, know, I'm gonna agree you, know to you else, George You know who else is going to love this? Oh Genorio Genorio Oh look at Dan Just can't, can't control himself Oh no Look at him you Hear that laugh? That's the butt push laugh Oh yeah <laughs> Jeez, I can't, I can't help it. <sighs> like, like when I would um, mess with Brian with the Bills with Tom Brady stuff. <laughs> oh, speaking of, oh, George, here's your introduction. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, now Pacioretty. Wait, so is he hurt, or what's the story? Like, is he playing for them right now? Max Pacioretty won't play Saturday. Let's see. Are they just maybe they're resting? He hasn't <laughs> traveled to Edmonton yet and entered the bubble. Did his wife just have another fucking kid? Because that guy has to learn it's you can Netflix and not chill. <laughs> Undisclosed injury. 
So this point should be iffy yeah. at best for Game One's Vegas upcoming first round matchup. Um, so he's got to enter the bubble first and all that. So yeah, yeah. But it's I don't not know. I don't related know to COVID. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Let's see. DeBoer, patch already closer than on the horizon. Oh, wow. Oh, that's just what? old George. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, yeah, you'll see. You'll sit in this crazy group. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what if we had Chris oh, Waffle? Damn. You know, Chris Waffle, Chris Waffle used to be part of this group, actually, one time ago. Somebody's out of it. I'd be he, like, nope, messaged me the other, he messaged me last night. He messaged me last night. <laughs> 